send that one to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell if it's if it's anus or it's vagina. <laughs> Podcast is going to be to the top of it. Transmission you for here no, for the astronauts. That should be laughter. Ted Turner's real <laughs> the end of the world video. Yeah. <laughs> I forget this near my god. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so hi everybody, this is the Boy Heady Podcast. I'm Annie. I'm Bill. We're joined this week by my lovely wife Foley. Hi. <laughs> oh my god. We're recording in the flesh this week after last week's. Actually, that was a really cool podcast that you guys recorded we last week. We had a lot week. of fun doing it. Yeah. yeah. So uh what's I voluntarily uh, abandoned the podcast last week so you guys could talk about Grim Fandango without me Mm -hmm. just like ruining everything. (laughs) So have you guys have you guys beaten the game yet? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do you guys uh, think? Now that we're not now that Conley's not here, I can say this. I wish that they had just integrated a hint system. It's foolish that they did not. Because didn't they do that with the uh, with Monkey, Monkey Island, Island games? But yeah. you can make this argument. The Monkey Island remaster was not made by anyone who was involved in the original game at all. Yeah. So they had less of a sense of, we want to present this game to a new generation. Was this actually published by Double Fine? Like, who actually put this out? Because I'm wondering who, who, who um, ponied up the money for Sony. this remake. Sony, Sony ponied up the money. Well, if Sony did that, then they should have had enough money to say, hey, like, if you guys want to put a hint system in there. So if there's no hint system but in there, it's I it's probably. Really it's, I would assume breaker. it's Tim Shay. Well, for, I for me, it is. It's just the original people doing it. They're like, eh. Yeah, just like whatever. Else it. Yeah. Well, like, I could assume that like it's the with the age of the internet, you really don't need a hit thing, system yeah. if you have access to the internet, yeah. and that yeah. it kind of makes that redundant. Maybe we can't talk but, about like, this. But like an in-game kind of thing. 
so I you... I told you I told you that if I if if I were like if you were like Foley, you're gonna play this so that you can experience it. You're gonna use tank controls. <laughs> I would throw the controller. So out was the that window. the first time you've ever played yeah. anything with tank controls? Yeah. Yeah, so because yeah, I, I turned that on for ten seconds too, and I felt like it was uh, kind of crazy. Um, but no, I, I I love Manny. I loved I loved the game. It's beautiful. I can actually exist my entire life with that music playing in the background. Yeah. So we downloaded the um the Grim Fandango theme for PlayStation Four, yeah. which is great because they play they loop a bit of music from Grim yeah, Fandango. Yeah, got that on there too. And yeah. whenever that means whenever PS Four is on and just sitting there idling, it's looping in the background. And it's just so pleasant. And you so got little dust motes and shit yeah. going around. So yeah. music is like the best. My favorite music, music is amazing. Game. Characters are amazing. Super charming game. <sighs> if I had had to play it myself in order to, in some way, in Annie's brain, get the full experience, I don't. Th- I wouldn't have finished it. Because so I don't you, know if we can talk about this. Did you actually hang around for most of the story and stuff? Oh yeah. So you actually oh, yeah. absor- we, you know we what the story is. I really played it. Why? What's the contentious part that you're? Oh no, I don't know if I can hear. I can hear y'all slag on this game. No, no slag. I have nothing to slag about because I'm not very far into the game. I got to the point in the game. Where you have to go to the garage and get the work order for yeah. the big guy, which means I've only gone downstairs. I was gonna say you really you've played. Well, no, about... I was the only thing I've been <laughs> playing recently. That's it is five minutes into the game. Yeah. Well, also I went down and I found the rope ladder that takes you up to your boss's mm-hmm. office. Yeah, yeah. And I, I did do the thing where uh, I did fuck things up, so Gladys signs off on the things. So yeah, get the work yeah. order for. Yeah. What is that guy in the basement supposed to be? The the the, the force he's spirit. A, he's a, no, he's... the design of the big mechanic guy in the basement. Oh. Yeah. He's just like a big potato. Okay, no, no, Gladys is the secretary. No, but I'm oh, talking about the you big... Oh, the, the, um, the janitor guy. guy. Yeah, the janitor yeah, the, guy. Uh, I don't know guy. if he was supposed to look like anything in particular, but just the rendering of, like, late 90s tech just kind of made him look weird. I guess He's supposed to be a demon, demon like Gladys. Yeah. He's just a different type of demon. Well, the Gladys, is, are... Gladys, Gladys is a the, demon? Gladys She's not a the, skeleton is the, person? Is the, is the bear dude, the big potato Oh, I thought Gladys... No... Oh, I thought. Wait, what's the name of your secretary? Or no, not your secretary of your boss's Officer, secretary. Do you remember? <coughs> Shame on me. Somewhere, uh, Conley is screaming at me. Oh, but Gladys. Oh, Gladys is the potato guy. Yeah. Gladys is the oh, potato. okay. Yeah, okay, if okay, you talk okay, to okay. Gladys, he'll tell you what he is. Oh, I thought he would just show up and. T- oh no, I, I talked to him, but I don't know if he was supposed to look like anything particular. No, like I don't know if there's Grim Fandango art out there that makes. Oh, he's supposed to be a bear specifically. No, or something. Oh no, no, no. he's. But yo, he's, he looks like a big bear potato thing. He's supposed to kind of look like a a rat fang character. Sort of. Oh, yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. Exactly. It'll become yeah. more clear. I, in a it, bit. it could remind me of something like yeah. yeah. So yeah. no, it's fine. it was charming and wonderful. I'm actually kind of honestly glad I'm, I'm glad not far enough into it so that we can. I can even honestly slag on it. Yes. I, can, I just I can just go. Wow, this really looks like a late '90s Bill, video game. You have Wolverine hair. Yeah. <laughs> hey Logan. I've watched it in a couple days. How you doing? <laughs> Bill it's... totally has like ears. <laughs> I, I keep on doing this thing where I keep on forgetting to put the new shampoo into the bathtub before I take a shower. So oh, yeah. And it's not until I'm naked and wet, I'm like, oh, I forgot to put the new ba- uh, uh, yeah, shampoo in the bathtub. Yeah, I have the shampoo. Yeah, so I just kind of like, eh, well, fuck it. I just not going to shampoo it. Yeah. I look sexy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I'm literally only about 10 minutes into Grand Fandango. I like the little bit of I played, which is funny, too, because uh, talking about the tank controls reminds me, they just put out the remake of the first Resident Evil game. Yeah. Okay. Which is, is that what? also tank controls? Yeah, which is also, they did the similar thing, which the original game had tank controls, oh. and but they remastered it so you can have, like, quote-unquote, yeah. like, normal modern-day controls. Uh, but it's funny, because, like, I played I played this original Resident Evil game remake literally half a dozen times when it first came out. So I was mm-hmm. even though I haven't played a game with tank controls in yeah. a decade, yeah. Yeah. going back just the mu- muscle combined muscle memory with also seeing the visuals on the screen, yeah. being able to play it with normal controls freaked me out. <laughs> I can believe 
do that. Even though I, it actually <laughs> feels better and is right. easier to control, but it right. was the, also the first time I've touched tank controls in, yeah. in like years too. So yeah. and if yeah, this is the first time you've ever. Yeah. I was like, as Andy turned to Mon and said, like, and just handed me the controller. Went, this is how Tim Schafer believes this game should be played. <laughs> Put it in my hands. And I was just like, ah, where am I going? Could you even control the original Grand Fandango with a controller? Because I know it was a PC game. There, you could use a flight stick with it. What? what? Yeah, you could use a flight stick with it. Uh. I remember looking at the control manual and going, really? Why? Not a not a con- I don't remember controller controls, but I distinctly remember flight stick controls. That's funny. <laughs> I was thinking because the other big remake thing that's coming out is later on this week they're coming out with the Majora's Mask remake thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have all kinds of things to say about that. But yeah. like you, you're not gonna be interested in that. Who, who, who local can you have on who can geek out with you about? Majora's oh, that's Mask. what I'm saying because this is kind of like my. Well, the thing is, I can't even it's say your... my, it's my Grim Fandango, even though it's about the same age as Grim Fandango, yeah. and yeah, the same vintage, and it's also one of my most favorite games. Like you, like Grim mm-hmm. Fandango is to you. It's not like. It wasn't. It didn't quite affect me because I was older when it came sure. out. It didn't. It's not like my Grim Fandango is more like Zelda or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you know something like it will hit you when you're yeah. younger. So I was like, oh man, what if I promise to finish Grim Fandango if I get you to play Majora's Mask? And I was like, I don't think is that's it ever gonna happen. Is it for Wii U though? Uh, no, for the new uh, 3DS. Oh, it is just for came 3DS. Out. Well, it's for the 3DS, but it also comes <laughs> out with like there's a new 3DS coming out. Ooh. And which that means I'm gonna have an old big 3DS XL that I'm not gonna be using. Then Foley can play Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing while exactly. I play. Yeah. While I play. <laughs> yeah. I will buy I you. I went back to my town and there's no one the same. Yeah. And they're really like, bad. where have you been? It was been? less than he fired up. Has oh, it been man, like it a year or two? Six months. Seven no, months. Because for me, it's been eight. It's been a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. They're like blowing dust off me, <laughs> and I go in. And I'm like, what if all my sharks are dead? My no. sharks aren't dead. Your sharks are fine. Did and you? What did you have? Bell was in there taking care of you. All of my my house. And is two stories tall, and uh, I made custom wallpaper yeah. that is just a repeating uh, great white shark mm-hmm. that goes around it, and then um, a rug, a custom rug that just says sharks, and then <laughs> the, the the A is a fin. And, um, and then, this like, sounds pretty awesome. This is, entire, you need to revisit this. The yeah. entire room is just filled with all of the sharks that I caught. <laughs> it's all these shark takes, and then just a sofa in the middle. Yeah, it's a sofa in the middle. Her, you know, there's and right I the lights off and I look at my shark. <laughs> so you guys have two separate houses though in Amazon, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, she's, yeah. She's the mayor and I just live there. Oh, that's right, because you guys first started to work, you didn't turn out you accidentally made yourself the mayor? Yeah, and you were like, like, it too stressful. You're like, I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> I yeah, I so. It. so we killed that, we nuked that town from yeah. orbit and then, uh, and then we made a town. I wish I wish I had been smart and named my town Pawnee. I know we named it Wolf Trap. Because <laughs> we're town town Because I've actually visited your yeah exactly yeah. 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 All Pawnee yeah totally would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since like Isabel, your assistant, is totally like an Amy Poehler kind of like super Man, happy. So there was a thing floating around on Tumblr that was like, here are the Animal Crossing characters and their equivalent Parks and Rec characters. Okay. And it was great, except that they did. Of course, Isabel is is Leslie Nope. Uh-huh. But then they said that Ben was um what's his butt. Her brother. Her brother. No! And I'm just looking at this going, this is gross. She has a brother? Yeah, Isabel has a brother. Yeah. Her brother is the dude who's at the, like, at the real estate thing. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. the cutie who what? wears the poncho. How yeah. would you make like, the one you... big married couple in the show, brother and sister? I know! It's just such a, such a tone just, Well, yeah. one of Ron Swanson is Rossetti. Rossetti, yeah. Which I've, I've drawn that picture, like, yeah. where he's popping up. Tom Haverford like was uh, Nook. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, you guys have oh. seen the Animal Crossing yes, thing you're, that you're, I drew yeah. of the funny characters. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was so good. And I, uh, yeah, I, I have Tom Haverford with, like, little, uh, what's the, what's the goddamn robot? He's a little clinging robot that he got. <laughs> 
Oh, the Roomba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ Roomba. Yeah, I got DJ Roomba there and shit like that. Man, yeah. which I totally forgot that Parks and Recreation is like airing like two nights a week. I'm, I've only yeah. watched the first two Bill. episodes. And gets... I keep, you guys keep on raving about him. Like I gotta, ca- I meant to actually catch up last night, but then I got distracted yeah. by Lego I... stuff and beating Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, but right. so has it Bully been good? Has cried every single episode. Yes. First time to see this for one reason I don't or another. Know if I didn't even talk about this because like the first two episodes, I was really bummed to see that they came up with we like this really... kind of like schism between Ron and I was totally bummed, and I actually yeah. I watched the first one. Yeah, and was bawling yeah. and she refused to watch it and i refused to watch it anymore and when i was in la annie watched it and he's like it's okay it starts to get better she's okay. like you have to trust me on this <laughs> not that the episodes itself were terrible no, but i was kind of worried because i was like man do i really want to see like them yeah. on the outs all season long no. without explaining why i totally fucking did okay i'm glad to see that yeah did no i totally to didn't be... and, it, and it hurt a lot and i was like man i have a lot of emotional investment in these fictional characters mm-hmm. you know oh yeah, because I didn't like seeing Ron. Yeah, this new status way. quo was not anything I was interested no. in. But it's kind of interesting just because they have, have such they compressed. Have what, what the riff was? I think about. Yes. you get you get an yeah. idea of the riff by what episode four? Yeah. Was Morningstar actually what I thought it was? No, because Bill assumed that it's Morningstar the fake sausage. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, why I said that she would have tricked him with like you know like here like here I made that's breakfast, funny, but, but it's all just yeah, like you know vegan funny, bullshit. Yeah. No, no, that's totally not what it is. Actually. When it when it start when it starts to when you get an idea of what it is it, it totally makes sense from uh, okay see that's Leslie's. okay I'm glad to like, see it actually it's... really does make sense from both sides and it's really really fucking heartbreaking yeah. on, on both okay, sides okay that's and what you I was see worried that they both really fucked up at some point yeah okay yeah. And, um, and and it's it really it's actually a really cute episode and it feels like so, a really realistic way yeah. that they would have lost touch turns yeah. out Amy Poehler's kids have died three times and they replaced them with clones and <laughs> right like a whole Venture Brothers kind of exactly. thing exactly there is a really great Rachel Dresch uh, yeah. uh, cameo uh, she plays their um, Ben and Leslie's nanny <laughs> oh no and is this the first time she's been in Parks and Recreation yeah yeah okay yeah I think so did I because she showed up so often on Thirty Rock. I know. That, like, yeah. yeah. And it was just like, where, where's the Rachel Dresch character? No, I think this is the first time she show, she rolls in and she's the nanny, and their kids are a handful, and it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Really so good. you said also sexy lady comes back. Yeah. Oh, I like how you know, like just by saying that, I know yeah. you know exactly who Our I'm talking about. Our favorite of Tom Haverford's yeah. ladies. Well, oh. Well, guess, oh no, she's, she's sexy tied. too. What about no, what are you talking about? How many sexy ladies are there? Jim Barkley. Well, is yes. She, are you talking about? Are you talking about Jen Barkley? The, yeah, the, the lady who tried to shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's okay. No, she. I have a huge crush on her. She showed up on on Parks and Rec and she on Kroll Show, Kroll show the same week. What'd she play on Kroll Show? Uh, okay, oh. so there's a recurring joke on Kroll Show. So Billy and I are very susceptible to Canada jokes because we have many Canadians that we're <laughs> fond of and we love Canada. And Kroll Show has this recurring sketch called Wheels Ontario, uh-huh, which is that's a spoof of Degrassi. Yes, and it's and where the protagonist is that the thing where he's like, I gotta go buy a bag of milk. Yes. Like, he gets dropped off by his mom. Oh, it's supposed to be yeah. super, like, yeah. I'll, it's I'll, super Degrassi. I've seen that, yeah, parts of that, yeah. And then the dual yeah. joke is also that the the, char- the dude who plays the main character is a, is a Bieber-ish sort of character. Like, okay, off yeah, the Brian yeah. Lacroix. <laughs> Brian Lacroix. Then he rec- released his second music video this week that's about his mom trying to get him to go to bed. And the chorus is, I don't want, I don't want. Jokes I find funny. <laughs> <laughs> this we already started with the podcast with us laughing for five straight minutes about a corgi's asshole. The least accessible. 
Anyway, you know, uh, we're gonna have one or two listeners who are just like checking in for the first time since last week. Yeah, like audience broadening episode with Conley and Grim Fandango. Sure, uh Tim Schafer's probably just checking in for a second time this Uh week. Going, oh my god, what the fuck's wrong with these people? So, so, but no, she plays. She plays. plays Jed Barkley plays. uh, She plays the mom on on Wheels Ontario. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, see, I didn't realize that's who that was. She's really cute. She's really cute. And I saw that she's gonna be in Tomorrowland too because I saw you guys tweeting about this. Like, I was like, who are you talking about? I was like, oh, it's the yeah, sexy. Yeah. She we she first came to my attention in Step Brothers, yeah. where she plays Will Ferrell's therapist. Which I need no, to go no, back no, no, and no. watch she again. Plays, no, she plays um uh, Adam Scott's um oh, wife. Adam Scott's wife, and she's blonde. That's which right. Is weird. That's and right. She says, "Stay golden, pony boy." She, That's she, it. She, she, she Wait, what's what's John the? I came five hundred miles to put my seed in you because that was her that too, lady, right? No, that lady was also pretty, but that's a different woman. That is a different woman. You okay. just replaced all her. the funny ladies are merging in we my mind. You guys do like commentaries for shit like this. <laughs> well, what's the name of this one? Uh, <laughs> who this? Who that? Right. Who that? I'm trying to get Andy to do a, a a podcast where it's just me and her. I don't need like an eight you do. podcast. You do. <laughs> So what Natalie Morales came back to then? Yeah. I like how when I yeah. said hot lady, you just assumed I was talking about Natalie yeah, Morales. Yeah, she is. Who I still dreamy. want her to be in a TV series with Ashley Birch, and they play sisters oh. and just do something. Because if yeah, if you just get two photos of them together, they look like they're from the same. Oh, they gene would pool. be. They yeah. would be. They would be fantastic yeah. together too. They're much better than Anthony so Birch in a dress. That's still pretty good. Um, it's not terrible, but uh, it's got nice legs. No, yeah. yeah, Parks and Rec is worth. I, 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 I was uh, struggling with it at first, but it's, it's figuring itself out. The bad guys in this season are really good, though. Like just the the Squirkle people. They turned into the, there's Airbenders now. There's oh, a yeah. bad Airbender. Oh, uh huh. It's Clayback Henry Rollins. Uh-huh. Yeah, Kuvira. Man, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, I saw a lot of people slagging on his voice acting for that character, but I, I thought he was really good. I thought he was yeah. awesome. Especially for kind of like the warrior or zen poet kind of thing mm-hmm. he was Dude, going he was for. Like, totally fantastic. Like, what? It's, like, you don't fuck with the, who's the, who's the voice voice acting director or cast casting lady? Andre Romano? Andre Romano, yeah. She, she knows makes good choices. Yeah. She, hasn't she has for like the last 25 years. Know, She's just kind of Speaking good at of that. hot ladies. Yeah. Yeah. I still need to watch that documentary. Oh, she only shows up for 10 seconds, but oh, like when she shows up, I'm like, that's Andre Romano? I remember. How you doing? Man, have you seen the, the, that Zelda Williams actually sort of looks like Kuvira? Yeah, and, well, that's... and is also fucking dreamy. <laughs> oh, holy. Yeah, when it was first announced that she, she was. She was in Teen Wolf! She was in Teen Wolf! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! yeah. She's the lesbian she in Teen Wolf! She was the lesbian in Teen Wolf! The she... one that survives! Yeah! They're the start of season three. Sad, sad reality. She's a little like a little. It's really cute. Yeah, yeah. She's fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad about that. But she totally does look like Kuvira, though. Yeah, she does. Oh, did you see? You got the new art book and everything too, right? I got three. Yeah, yeah. I got season three. You want to borrow? Oh no, you said you got three. I just say it out loud. We're talking about Korra now. Legend of Korra. It's amazing. Oh, and I forgot. Like book. Well, I think book four doesn't come out until this fall. But the Blu-ray from book four comes out like like I think it's like next month, pretty soon though. Be... I already I have it I have it on Amazon and I've watched it when I was down in L A and I had nothing to do like I just spent every evening just rewatching. Cora it's funny because if you're in L A you're probably back around you're probably two miles away from the actual studio where they actually produced that shit. You should have like actually like hit like. Because they were th- they just cleaned out all the core studios. You should have just gone down to the, the dumpster. Trash. Yeah, exactly. Dumpster got all the like you know all the yeah. you know art assets yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, you know. Uh. Couldn't have got all the uh, Naga plushies out of the dumpster. I'm all sleepy now. Why are you sleepy? 
Seriously? You guys expend a lot of energy. That's why he gets a sugar. He gives you some Coca-Cola. Dude, I got my ridiculous coffee candy going on here. So what have you guys been up to? Really, we've only been playing... The only video game we've been playing of late has been... We've been playing more Dragon Age. Shocker. I've been enjoying the multiplayer some more. I finally unlocked the class. I've been... That you really wanted. I really wanted. Yeah. See, I'm thinking about going back to that, because I'm starting to realize they're never going to patch... The, the UI for, for no. you guys need to let it go. They're I not know gonna that's all the they're never, they're And everyone's still talking it. about it enough. I need to play it just so I can understand your guys' fucking Dorian jokes. <laughs> He's my boyfriend. That and yesterday, boy. yesterday, yesterday, I did a mission because I'm on my second playthrough now. And there's I took Dorian with me, and there's this dude who's like grandstanding and and doing his his evil villain speech. And he goes, uh, he's like, yes, this is all a tool for my master. And Dorian's response is, you're a tool. <laughs> I love you, so Dorian is the mustachioed guy you first yeah. meet in Skyhold, right? Yes. You go up to the library and he's just hanging out for no reason by a book stack saying, well, he's, he's, I'm sexy. He's, he's an archivist. I'm Tony Stark. He have you guys sexy. been keeping up with Agent Carter at all? No. We have I don't not know watched a stopped. single episode of Agent Carter. No, not even, like, no. No. really. Because no one has told me about any women in it other than Agent Carter. There is no other one. See, that's exactly, that's a problem yeah. for me. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Like, it's not a great show. I'm not saying, like, it's a lot I really like, what's her I just always brought up this story. Hilly Atwell is dream I don't know, she has huge tits. Yeah. Dylan had to point this yeah. out to me. Because she's like, man, she's got some big tits. And I was like, how do you know it's not a bra? And she's like, you could just tell. She's got big tits. It's funny then I realized you could actually look up any actress's t- titty information. I was gonna say, Bill. I was like, I she's can. got like 37 double D's and I was like, oh yeah, okay, they're, they're how you doing? But then, yeah, now I'm starting to see a lot of like, you know, guys post like big photo essays on Tumblr like, Haley Atwell, you know, uh, nipples hanging out and all kind oh, of stuff like yeah. that. So Inevitable. No, not nipples hanging out, like not new shots, but like, you know, wearing like, you know, the fashion like things. I don't know, she did, a, she did a really amazing photo shoot that I sent you pictures of that was oh, dear Lord. her I mean, in, like a, in like a cabbie, cabbie yeah. That's, that's like one of the things I've seen. Yeah, yeah she's got a super filmy th- tank top and looks like it's painted on. And you're just like, mm. how you doing? See, that made my brain stop not for titty reasons, but just for everything. Oh, she's, 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 she's dreamy. She she's seems true. like she has a really, like, she's also... She's well, this is for the debate I got with Dylan, because yeah. she's like, she's super generic looking. She doesn't even look like anyone else. She just looks like a generic English cat person. What? <laughs> Which I do argue, she kind of looks like the same Pokemon as the main lady from oh, Downton Abbey. Really? They both look like cat face meowers, kind of like ladies. Really? They kind of do a little See, bit. See, when I think cat person, I think Michael York <laughs> and Barbara Streisand. This is true. Those are my yeah. kitty cat. Those are Barbara my kitty Streisand cat people. Looks, looks like a like, fucking Siamese looks like cat. Hellboy. <laughs> she what? does look like Hellboy. Who's the guy who plays Hellboy? <laughs> <laughs> Ron Perlman. Yeah, she's a Ron Perlman of women. <laughs> okay, Ron Perlman also sort of looks like it. Well, he did, was in Beauty and the Beast, so he definitely was a Oh, actually, man. you know what the real Ron Perlman of women? <laughs> Yeah. Is, is there's this lady. What's her name? She played Tank Girl. <laughs> her name is Lauren Petty. She's oh, also in Orange is the New no, Black. She's no, not a kitty cat. So woman. I wound up watching The Last Unicorn this week, and there's this voice actor. Her name is Tammy Givens. She's in the movie. She plays the character named Molly Grew. Have you ever seen The Last yes. Unicorn? Yeah. She has a very distinctive voice, mm-hmm. and this got me thinking about, like, uh, she showed up in a lot of cartoons when I was a kid. I always thought she had a super distinctive, really weird voice. And so I looked her I looked her up on Wikipedia this week. Turns out she was, like, a whole, uh, she had her own, like, variety show in the 60s, oh. and she actually did a lot of albums. She, she was a singer, too, okay. I guess. And I looked at pictures of her, her face. She's kind of, like, not ugly, but she's kind of, kind of, kind of, 
interesting kind of plain face kind of she's mm-hmm. she's i'm just saying this she's ron perlman a woman i guess because she has super gravelly voice guys i'm really glad kind of like yeah this, this is good <laughs> what tammy gibbons i think her name is but yeah i'm just throwing this out my there, but yeah my, my favorite ron perlman uh thing was uh, the hellboy commentary is um on the original hellboy movie is some of the best movie commentary wow what's he talk about it's well it's him and tammy grimes is is the actress i'm talking about yeah we should look it up but um but it's ron perlman it's uh what's his name who is the dad on arrested development oh Oh, jeffrey tambor jeffrey tambor have you guys seen transparent yet too no not yet okay and then um and then it was also uh selma blair i think is that that oh yeah i forgot about that and they are fucking hilarious with each other oh so they're all in the same room together they're just all in the same room together and they're shooting the shit this is a weird talking about talking about ridiculous ridiculous guillermo del toro and how weird it is to film a movie with him oh yeah i can imagine but ron perlman saying that uh that you know he'd show up in his hellboy makeup and everyone would swoon over him Mm -hmm. and then he showed up for somebody's birthday just in he's a you know i'm an old jew i showed up in a tracksuit. suit (laughs) yeah they were like "Mm -mm. no not anymore (laughs) not hot anymore just like ah no yeah i guess you were like you should oh you think she looks like lady um lady ron perlman tammy grimes her face i think about her naked saying war war never changes neither does do you my think vagina. about do you think about really Ron, you, you think go think to ron saying that naked <laughs> i like the idea of ron perlman as a voice actor his number one rule is like i wear nothing when i work <laughs> Not exactly. well at least nothing beneath the tracksuit that's <laughs> exactly. why everyone gets really freaked out when he shows up in the tracksuit because that he, he, they're he, like that that's when you know he's ready for fucking it's well ventilated in there <laughs> you know I got some ball sweat going on that none of us want to be a party to. Actually, I could say I got some ball sweat. <laughs> How you doing? That big monkey face kind of glaring at you, non-blinking little beady black eyes. He sits down real hard. He's like, ah. <laughs> Okay, that's enough of that. All right, cutting us off. What do you think of Alien 4 with Ron Perlman? I loved that one. I I think he's great in that goddamn movie. Well, because that that movie, Alien 4 is like totally, it's just that shit. I mean, it was written by Joss Whedon. Yeah. And And you can totally tell the crew is kind of like a prototype like Firefly crew too. And then then it was directed by the dude who did uh, uh, City of Lost Children Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, like, so you get crazy French director... And Joss Whedon, you're gonna get a weird ass movie. Yeah, it's a weird ass. And movie. you got like the Fratelli's guy from uh, from uh, um, Cheers. It does have an amazing shot of a woman's very toned ass. <laughs> Wait, which? So, oh, 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 I know part. what you're talking it's about. It's the important part of the film. You got the second new command guy, yeah. and their day. Oh, that's right, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and then that camera just kind of slow pans, and her butt you is just like. Adorable. That's half the. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's how I went. <laughs> that's all. Awesome. It's funny that's all I remember about that movie. I remember that. Is Noderwriter stealing things, which I was like, that's appropriate. Is she stealing things in the movie? Yeah, she's a little bit of a, a little bit of a thefty kind of person. She kind of breaks into stuff. They're they're criminals. I just remember the guy from the Tortellis and his hairy shoulders because he, he plays like the commander. It's really gross. But then you got the butt Tone thing. ass hairy shoulders. Tone ass very, very confusing sexual really cool, awakening. Really cool thing where he, uh, to, I think Ron the black Roman guy with the guns leans back and, and yeah. on, the, on the ladder and stuff like that. Um, and then that adorable. really sad, the really sad moment with the uh, with the uh, clone Ripley and the 
Oh yeah, and that's the other thing. Yeah. Have you not seen this yet? No, I've seen it. I've seen it once. Oh yeah, that's also just the design of those monsters of the of the fucked up clones. It's fucking amazing too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You guys are adorable. You guys are adorable. This is really bad. So yeah, we've really only been playing Dragon Age this week. Yes. Holy, would you like some of my coffee? I would actually. I'd like to shake it. Uh huh. Um, no, we've been playing a lot of Dragon Age this week, and uh, we downloaded with PlayStation Plus, the new pl- games for PlayStation Plus came out this week, and one of them is Apotheon, yes. which is a, a, it must have been PC originally, because it feels like I it. I think it was. But, yeah, uh, controls are a little stiff. But yeah. it, beautiful. It's, it's, it's a so really cool pretty. design, because it's meant to look like Grecian urn sort yeah. of art. So it's it's just absolutely gorgeous, and the music is pretty darn good too. And it's 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 fun to play, but it's interesting because they get the the controls are so kind of obtuse that it gets yeah. And un- also not even like like the feel of the controls, but like there's so many options and stuff. Like I have a yeah. hard time confused. Like I can't figure out how to throw stuff versus just stabbing people yeah. with yeah. stuff. And yeah, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's just, it's just, so it's a side-scrolling like Metroidvania kind of game. The dropping yeah. yeah. Stuff is weird. But... And I wish they kind of streamlined the controls a little bit because there's yeah. I can see it being more of a fun action games, yeah. but it's a little. Mm. It's one of those games that gives you too much to do too quickly yeah. without really telling you how to do it. Yeah, there's not really much of a tutorial in there for no. anything. Yeah. You have to, You. I mean, you have to be observant and look up and it's like painted on the walls. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's obvious but it's also like everything is so busy that you, yeah. you, you could easily miss it. It's a very pretty game in it's a way gorgeous. that's almost kind of distracting. I yeah. love the color palette of it. I love murdering dudes. In I don't, yeah, I don't actually want to play pretty. it but I want to watch fully play well, I see. I saw like when you go to Hades it's all like blue and black and yeah. like the whole color I'm palette excited. changes and stuff. It looks yeah. like super nice. But it, it's it is it is something where like it's, it's it might be one of those games that's either if you can force someone into playing it and then watching it might be better or yeah. you just watch let's plays on on YouTube exactly be better, but yeah, yeah. I, I I enjoyed every penny I paid for it what's <laughs> which wait you got oh you can you got it for free what's wasn't there another free game a transistor oh uh, a transistor there's uh Rogue Legacy which is the game where like you like it's another side scrolling action game uh this is for PlayStation mm-hmm. Four mm-hmm. so you guys can play it too. Um, so the, uh, Rogue Legacy, it's a side-scrolling action game, kind of like a Pathion, mm-hmm. except when your character dies, I think they leave behind a generation of kids who, like, adopt what? your character's, like, like some kind of, like, assets and personality and stuff like that, so, so, some kind of, like, game-playing, kind of, like, know, some kind of weird shit like that, so, I don't know, it's supposed to, uh, every time you die, like, you create, like, another character that's kind of, like, a little bit like the character who just died, mm-hmm. but, it sounds but like not, that, but, that, like... That sword game, what was the sword, sword game? Sword and on the on the iPad and you played it and then you were always just trying to fight the dude. This sounds like I a lot know of games. What you're talking about. Games, I, games. I don't know. What is it? It's, never mind. I don't know. It's an iPad game, and you could never not lose it. And now I'm stupid. Cut this out. They'll never edit. <laughs> I know. I'm so fucked. It's it. That's it. We gotta keep oh, rolling. Um. So. Oh, and I got flow in my throat, so I sound like I'm being strangled at the same time. This is. Wow, this this is the little energy ebb of the podcast. Like <laughs> we laughed too we hard. Laughed so no, we that, that corgi's butthole. <laughs> so amazing. also I, doesn't help. I can't explain anything. Or any, like that's yeah, fine. I'm but like so, well, like I see you're a little guy and you have children, I guess, and then you die and you come back. The um uh fully for my birthday yes. was like happy belated birthday. Thank you, Bill. Happy birthday. Um, it's still my birthday month. I accept, you know, it's really just, let's be honest. Happy birthday is. month. Today is, I don't know if it actually is or if I just have it in my brain that it is, but today is also my one year sobriety anniversary. Yes, it is. Oh, congratulations. One year without whiskey or bourbon. It's pretty damn good. I'm very proud, proud of you. But uh, anyway, uh, Foley, let, for my birthday, let me buy us both copies of Elder Scrolls Online because mm-hmm. they announced that in March it's going free to play online. 
And uh, with so wait, copies now? Are they free now? No, you have to buy the game. But so excuse me, there's no monthly fee. Oh, okay. It is a buy-to-play game as opposed to a uh, monthly. Or as Nintendo, Nintendo's starting to do free-to-play stuff. Uh, they're they labeled it as free to start. Which kind of <laughs> that's really... that's actually more clever because a free to start, yeah. but that that that, that it's yeah. got an inherent promise. We're gonna fucking make money off you later, but yeah. free to start. But yeah, yeah. But uh, no, oh, is we... it like a fully priced game? Is it still like sixty bucks? For uh, yeah, but I got if we had downloaded it, it would have been sixty bucks. But it's it had a physical copy release. You know what yeah. was it like seven months ago? Yeah. So I just went online. and I was like, oh, here we go, uh, a copy for twenty five bucks. You guys are playing on PC on on Mac. Mac. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wanted so yesterday, fully fully was in a good mood, and I was like, let's make our characters, and I went to install, <laughs> and like the servers to get access to it it's also four discs it's, it was four discs what? to install it off the discs yeah. yeah so like fuck it i'll just fucking download the bullshit so i downloaded it and then they had Do you guys don't have bandwidth issues or, or anything something. like that because we have it's, bandwidth stuff it's got to be their servers okay because it was throttling at us at like um like not even a meg per second yeah so yeah. Yeah, and that's not. I mean, I've checked our. I checked our bandwidth because, and that is not our download speeds. It's are much higher than that. Yeah. So it took like I. I finally was like, fuck it, and I let it just download overnight. It was not the instant gratification was this like that I wanted. Fifty gigs of data or something. It was twelve gigs of data. That's actually that. But that wait, but the physical copy would be spread across four discs. Well, the, so the physical copy was spread across four discs. So I downloaded that onto our PC, but then I had to download all these patches. And oh, shit. okay, that makes yeah. sense. There was too, an additional, yeah. however much, and their server was so slow. Yeah. So I was like, maybe it, because people are, maybe their servers are getting slammed because now that's free to play. Everyone's downloading. Well, it's not free to play yet. It's gonna be free to play next month. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But our yeah. game copy came with came with free thirty days, so we're fine. We're but gonna try this out. It's just funny because it was like. I'm gonna make like all person. the instant gratification was gone because like let's go play a game. Okay, for desk. Oh, maybe you guys didn't wait for the because I know they just announced the console versions are coming out in June too. I can't play that with Foley. Yeah. Get to get an extra PlayStation. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no. I'm kind of surprised you guys haven't done that because I know no. Jimmy Conley did that. I think you guys are flush not... with cash. No, but I'm surprised no. that's not even on it's the a, schedule. It's a totally different thing. Like I, yeah. we, Jimmy and Conley, Conley specifically wants to be her own boss mm-hmm. and wants to play her own game, mm-hmm. I am totally content Yeah, watching Annie play or playing and and, mm-hmm. and, and having Annie watch. No, our household is much more of a pilot and co-pilot yeah. sort of gaming okay. scenario than we are totally any sort of co-op stuff. But in this situation, you wanted to, we wanted to play together. Yeah. And it's actually kind of great because, our, because of the way our office is set up and kind of a U. Mm-hmm. We, we sit back to back. Mm-hmm. And then when we're playing, you know, running around, yeah, we can just this rip world, at each other, just like yeah. as opposed to shouting across the house, yeah. So or having headsets on. So yeah. but we do tweet at each other when it's we're sitting right next to each other. So. so yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to playing with you. I yeah. think you don't hate it. If not, I didn't hate it. Have you guys actually time. managed to put some time into it? Well, we, we played the beta. We played the beta and really enjoyed the beta, but I couldn't stand the idea of how much it would cost. Yeah, yeah. fully was like, I'm not gonna pay sixty bucks for both of us and then fifteen bucks a month for that both of us. That game's been out in less than a year, right? Yeah. 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 Is I it still first person? Does it play just like Skyrim? No, you, uh, can, you it's you third back. person. Yeah. I think you can, you can do, switch you can Man, yeah, see that's you. so much of the appeal of like Skyrim and is is a first person immersiveness. And I know you hate that, yeah. Yeah. I hate first person. I if I had the choice, I would never play a game first person again for the rest of my life. See, and that's why I put so much time into Grand Theft Auto, which I think I, I literally just poured sixty hours into this. I played the game less than a year ago, yeah. and I poured sixty hours into the remake just because it has that new first person mode. Just because yeah. I love walking around uh, the world, and actually, 
It took a shitload of photos in first person. Yeah. Just because, I don't know why, it was kind of this weird therapeutic thing. It just yeah. like, anyway, you guys are talking about. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. See, the thing with me about first person is that it um, totally triggers all of my sense of paranoia. Yeah. yeah. And I can't See, actually... which I kind of like, yeah, which is funny because, like, I like the same things are going on in our brains, but you're, like, you get freaked out by it, but yeah. I kind of like it. It makes it... me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, the only way I could, pl- get, I got through Bioshock the first time I played it was because Foley, yeah, uh, Foley and I had just started dating, and so I literally sat in her lap. Yeah, so I that sat on she the was couch behind and me. Then Annie snuggled up to me so that I yeah. was behind her. So, so I didn't feel like anything was gonna. It, like, and that psychologically was what I needed. And now I've gotten to the point where I can play first shooter, first person games, yeah. okay, but I still don't find it pleasurable at all. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't have that problem with things like Far Cry. Sure. Like I expect it. Right. Did you guys beat Far Cry? No, not yet. Okay. We got distracted. Now by... that I'm done GTA, I'm, now I have no problem going back to play some Far Cry again. If you that's want good because it's most fun with Phil. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the whole reason to play Far Cry. 4. That also, yeah. that also is that also is my thing is like I'd rather I'd rather be playing this with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that I wouldn't mind playing with you before, but like, well, no. you guys have also been like every time I see you guys online, you guys oh, are playing like Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. Yeah, <laughs> Dragon Age. Yeah, which I need to go back to so I can play some multiplayer with you. Because if I don't play multiplayer with you, I know I'm not gonna play multiplayer. I don't with think anybody. you'd actually enjoy multiplayer. Well, I'd be interested in just checking out, especially about... since you've been looking for people to play multiplayer the with. The thing about multiplayer is a, it's actually designed in a way that it's not. It's actually doesn't matter if you play with someone you don't know. It's designed. It really is designed to play well with randos. I know, but and still. B, I think it's really. I really recommend that anybody who's playing Dragon Age Inquisition for the first time to start with a multiplayer mm-hmm. because you get to try out all the different classes and all the different attacks everything like that and it made me realize how much i enjoyed playing a mage and how much i really wanted to hence geraldo hunky harold geraldo he is so good looking. he's so handsome we've been playing a lot of multiplayer and then kind of taking a break from the single player game and so or when i was playing single player game i was doing a lot of fucking around stuff and not actual story stuff so I finally, last night with Foley, I was like, okay, well, let's go do this stuff with Geraldo. And there were all these cut scenes, and I'm like, oh, I forgot how attractive Geraldo yeah, he's, is. He's, 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 oh. he's just one big hot man cupcake. Mm-hmm. Man, I just love how many ladies on my Twitter for, uh, feed are still just like, Dragon Age, so sexy, I love this guy, and stuff like that. It's... I, I hate the gender, but it almost is like a romance novel for, for girls. But for the gr- app- I mean, there's always been the romance aspect for Bioware yeah. games, but half the the reason the reason why we're all so hard for Dragon Age is not just the smooching. There's just oh, I'm just saying it's just smooching, but like there's something that's funny because it's almost exclusively women who are mm-hmm. still just like playing Dragon Age and still just like talking about companions and stuff like that. It, mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that there's the like all these ladies are being catered to. It's yeah. fulfilling some kind of basic regardless but, if it's romance. I don't I don't want to make it sound like oh it's a romance novel no, for no, no, ladies, no, 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 no. but so that is exactly what you started mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. I know. I, I, that's why I caught myself. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you guys remember. You're like, you're like reaching your hand down your throat, going, "Stop!" Words. It's almost like women, generally speaking, prefer characters. But character-based. Stuff. That's what I kind of meant more. Well, what's funny, funny about the, that. the two guys at the two people you know at work who are playing Dragon oh, Age Inquisition are two sweet, sweet dudes. So there are three Married dudes, right? Yeah, there are. Um, they just moved um, one department from um, my work from across the river to our same building, and they're really cute because they're these two dads who have. Very very little time to play video games, Aww. but they're playing Dragon Age, and it's so cute because their reaction is exactly the same as my reaction. Yeah. They're like, I, I, um, I did a quest for Dorian, and I really like him, and I really feel that my elf mage lady would really be drawn to him, but I know he's gay. So, but I know that were things different, I know that she would want to kiss Dorian. <laughs> I'm just like looking at 
at him going, this is the cutest conversation I've ever had. He was so cute because we were talking about it. And then he said, thank you for allowing me to share my interests with you. Do they have things in the game where if your character is not on the same sexual preference as a character that, like, you would try to get them hook up with? Can you be rebuffed by the character oh, yeah. in a way that, like, oh, yeah. if that actually yeah. turns the into an saddest... in-game conversation? Oh, yeah. The okay, saddest yeah. one is with Cassandra. Yeah, because well, a, a lot of the characters like being flirted with. Yeah, yeah. they love it. It's or, like, great. for example, Cullen. Cullen has no ability to be flirted with. Yeah. So if you're a dude and you flirt with him, he's just like... See, that's what I was wondering if all the characters were like that, but I'm glad to see some characters can be flirted with. Oh, yeah. But then when they realize like, what you're trying to do, they're both like, Cassandra, oh, no, 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 yeah. Both Cassandra and Dorian love to be flirted with. They don't yeah. care what the f- who there, you like, what you like yeah. to do. There's a, really so, great, there's a really great moment when Bull is flirting with Cassandra, just shamelessly flirting with her, and she kind of she kind of smacks him down. Uh-huh. And he's like, all right, well, I'll stop. She's like, I didn't tell you to stop. <laughs> She's just like, it's just not going anywhere. Can you make it so the companions are dating each other? Uh, you can't make it. Because I would if, love to have companion, uh, Cassandra dating Bull would be fucking hilarious. No, it would not. <sighs> that, by the way, why? Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with I don't actually like Bull. Uh, I do not like Bull, and I don't is... want Bull to date anyone. Just to that, be honest with you, what, why do you? What, I do just, not like just... Bull as a character. Really? Which is funny because before, like looking at everything before yeah. launch, I'm like, oh, well, I'm gonna be on Iron Bull. Like no, that's you know, all you talked about for six months. Was, yeah, it's like he's my big beast man. There's, but there's... He's got that fucking ride chuckle, <laughs> Inquisitor. And yeah. I'm like, you go sit on a spike, Iron Bull. <laughs> fucking drives me nuts. And his relationship with Kink is the most obnoxious. Thing. Oh, well, what happened? He's about as subtle as a brick to the head. Yeah. And it's just not interesting or clever or fun. Oh, what? He just I comes out and says, like he, he just talks about, like, oh, yeah, I just, I get I like got... tying people up. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, like, it's like, if, it's like if any of us rolled into, like, a party and we're just like, hey, who wants to fuck dirty? <laughs> it's like, it's just No, I'm weird. not kidding. It's just weird. I don't, I like Bull's arc and I like his relationship with Faith and his yeah. relationship with his culture. I don't like his character. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And we there's talk, and I don't like his yesterday. I like pretty fringe pretty Prince Junior. No. Uh-huh. Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar's okay. w- husband. I like Buffy's husband as an actor and I like him as a voice actor. I like him yeah, Mass Effect but 3. Yeah. His fucking little chuckle. Oh, I don't like it. I, <laughs> And he's got weird low tits and that dumb chin. I do not like the bull. He's got low tits? He does have low tits. I don't like no, bull. I should like They're bull. They're National Geographic movies. And to be honest with you, here's the thing. In reality, I am indifferent to bull, but I don't like him be all the more because he should be up my alley and he is not. Oh he God. should be catering to me and I am not catered to and that is more disappointing. So it's like a bullseye like where like you get a million points by hitting the center but zero points if you're right outside the center. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the uncally kitty valley of boners, right? <laughs> Like, he does have little low tits. <laughs> he has low tits, and they're always hanging out. Know, I'm gonna say that that's sort of uh, we were talking about that yesterday when some when Liliana in one of her outfits. I'm like, yeah. why are her tits so low? Why does she have so much chest? <laughs> Where, what is that going on? But it's not even Aww. like they're sagging naturally over time. They're just low titties. They're just low titties. Um, no, Foley and I were talking about this last night. That the characters that sh- we thought were going to be our favorites. Mm-hmm. We're not, and the characters yeah. we thought were going to be our least favorite were our number yes. one. 
Yeah. Like, you guys not I, care much for Varric? Well, you guys have known no, Varric from the other Varric. games. Yeah, yeah. Varric. I, I think Varric, Varric, where Varric is in this game is not as interesting as he was. Yeah, you've talked about that, yeah. But, again... It's a transitional remember, thing. But, no, but also we talked about the Varric that he's presenting is, 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 is his own that is story, true. storified version of himself. I don't know if we talked about this in the podcast, but when you see Dragon Age, Varric and Dragon Age 2, it is literally him telling the story of who he was, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to necessarily which, who which he was. Which makes him totally different. Yeah, which and is instead, an interesting he's just a broken-ass dude. He's a really broken man. He's a very broken so. man. So I like Varric a lot, but my two favorite characters in this game were Cassandra and Dorian, yep. which just, I never would have guessed in a million nope. years. Because when you play Dragon Age 2, you're like, fuck Because I really like Cassandra, because I'm trying to figure out if I go back to Dragon Age, who am I going to date? She's, she is my favorite. But I'm playing as a lady, Oh, Kinari. shit, you're fucked. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's no good options. I don't want to date Varric, I don't want to date... You I can't I, date I, 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 I might just go for Iron Bull, just to say we're both Kunari, yeah. we can make a whole bunch of Kunari babies. Your options are Cullen... No. Eric, Josephine. <gasps> what are they going to Sarah. And Sarah. Oh you should go for Josephine. Just... Josephine's the best. Don't flirt with anyone else. Yeah, just flirt with Josephine. Oh, really? Only flirt with Josephine. Uh... I flirted too much with other people. Because I would like to flirt with Iron Bull. Does Joseph, have you guys played anything where you guys actually managed to romance Josephine? Because I'm, no. I'm kind of curious. No, she's first... hot. I don't know how interesting she is. She's, she's interesting because I do like the fact that she's like this, like this uh, courtesan kind of like very uh, knowledgeable of the higher yeah. apple, uh, echelons of the society yeah. and stuff like that. But I'm not quite sure once you start digging into that how much she's, more there is to it, her. She's it, really sweet. It's a really yeah. sweet. It's a really sweet. She's romance. a really sweet character. When I realized that we had broken it. Oh, I flirted too hard with Blackwall because Blackwall is hungry. <laughs> so you flirt a little bit with Blackwall. He's like, "Oh, are we married now?" And like, "No, <laughs> buddy." He's a lesbian. He's real. He is. He's, He's like, "I've got my camper full of." I don't know why I'm suddenly Australian. <laughs> but uh... I'm actually writing in the back of my hand, "Date Josephine." <laughs> don't date flirt. Josephine. Don't flirt. But that's not the point. The half the point of Dragon Age is to be flirting with people. It is. Though. Well, okay, just don't. Flirt I don't want to accept Josephine though. Don't I... flirt with Blackwall. Okay. Is my point. Because yeah. Blackwall is or like bull. it's. Well, Bill wants to flirt with Bull. No. Bill wants to don't flirt do it. With it's bull. gross. I'm gonna punch. I'm gonna punch. See, the thing is, like, I don't, I don't hate. Like, Bull is just meh. But again, it's just that he's so close to something that I Who's like. Who's the elfin fairy Mary Poppins little kids? Yes, no. Oh, wait, no, no, no. No, the no, ones no. that you dated, the little girl. Sarah, oh, Sarah. why would you compare her to Mary, Mary Poppins? She's like, hey, hey, what's this thing? I don't want to say your vagina from behind she's, the camera. Uh, what's the name of the, what's the, name of the chimney sweep from that's all Sarah. She's got a kind of like a cockney hello. Yes, but that's the chimney sweep. Not yeah, Bert. You can say she's a fucking Bert motherfucker. <laughs> you can't say she's Mary Poppins because when you say Mary Poppins, I, I assume exactly. I you think know you what? know. Is anyone around in a cloud? Has anyone <laughs> taken any screen caps from Great British Bake Off and like overlaid the Dragon Age uh, dating oh God, UI <laughs> over like Paul Hollywood's face? That'd be amazing. <laughs> that is such a specific. The Iron Cupcake. To the Boy Honey Podcast. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That'd be good. Oh no, because it's funny because like, like again with the Great British Bake Off being on PBS, I keep on showing it to people, and people are like, "Who's that guy?" Yeah, and I'm that's like, what, that's Paul, what, and everyone's Paul convinced that he's gay. Friend. Shit, no. which I'm like, because he looks like a bear. No, that doesn't. And I'm like, no, he he got he's blue eyes and he wants pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be his problem is that he's gotten busted for wanting too much pussy. But, yeah. So much pussy. Um, oh my god. That's exactly anyway. what our coworker Carolyn, who's watching it, I was like, so who's your favorite? She goes, that, that Paul Hollywood guy. Uh, he's so intense. And I was like, I meant of the bakers, Carolyn. What, did like, you say oh, what's her? Yeah, what, did she have favorite um, bakers? Yeah, she is fond. My coworker Carolyn, nobody knows, is uh, adorably fond of uh, Kate. 
Well, yeah, because Kate's sweet. Kate's, pretty Kate's the younger blonde, right? Kate's the younger blonde. Okay, I was getting confused with that and the lady. Spoilers. <laughs> Don't say it, Bill. Okay. okay, I'm gonna take a moment to say this. I, everyone, I keep on showing, everyone seems to like Chetna and Martha. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah Martha. Martha's adorable. I fucking yeah. love Martha. Uh, I think our first official spinoff of the Boy Heidi podcast has to be the Great British Bake Cast, which will be Foley and Max talking about the next season of Great British Bake Off. Is that that's gonna be happening Thanks. not super soon because like the la- last season just ended like in the last couple months, Max, but sometime this summer or something. Max and I have to figure out how we can uh, Skype. I really want to. I tried those. to. I actually looked to see if there's any Great British Bake Off podcast yet, and I didn't find any dedicated podcasts. But there are you know some podcasts that have done great british pickoff episodes I and mean, i listened to one where they're uh essentially doing commentary for an yeah. episode where everyone's just being super catty about like oh look at that fucking cake see <laughs> it's funny because you're not watching the episode so you're trying to like look at, you know, if i see this episode so like what what's so bad about this cake that chet that just made or something yeah. like that they're like oh my god i can't believe she put that much sugar icing on that so if you, know, you, if kinda... you are a boy howdy listener and would listen to the great british bait cast please tweet at us oh my so god i would listen yeah max and foley into doing this i I I, I want to do it real bad. Oh, I, I, I want to do, I wanna do like a, a recap, basically like a recap episode. So, yeah. so it would only be a really limited amount. So it would yeah. be like what the twelve episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's 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 not super time intensive. Yeah. 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 And then and then I'd have to we'd have to do the masterclass episodes because of course. Those are so adorable. Which I still haven't seen yeah. yet. I have those, Dude, but I haven't seen those yet. Yeah. They're so fucking because it's just the two. It's just Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood being fucking catty at each other. And maybe if the episode merits it, Bill or I could guest yes. in the podcast. Yes. Something, yeah. If there's some kind of major thing, like Chetna shows up naked. <laughs> what? I follow her on Twitter. She's real nice. She's yeah. supposed to be a fashion designer, I guess, or something like that, or some kind of like. Yeah. I actually think. What so. does she post on Twitter? Um, she posts baking stuff mostly, and she and, and she's just charming. I never she's... thought about those people actually existing um, outside the show, like real they people. Are some, yeah. Yeah, Richard. Richard has his own. Richard has a pretty good Twitter. Uh, Nancy, who actually. Wo- no. <laughs> Uh, uh, Nancy has a really good one. Uh, Martha's on Martha's on Twitter and is pretty active and, and really adorable. They're just okay, charming. Yeah. And they're cute. Yeah. I want to see Norman's Twitter, the old Scottish guy. Oh, fuck. There's just pictures of his dog and his <laughs> lackluster, uh-huh. terribly oh, offensive thing. Bill, tell me about the room. Have you guys heard about the room? Because I, I had heard the, about the room. I was I in your I've heard about DJ the room. That's not the same. <laughs> I know the culture is around the room. The So, like you guys, I had heard people talk about The Room and how supposedly it's this movie that's supposed to be super weird or horrible or fucked up. Uh-huh. And our friend Craig showed up the other day and he said, hey guys, I need to make you guys watch The Room. Because I know I would see it someday. Right, I, like, yeah. it was one of those rainy day things where it's I was like... It's something you go out of your way to see. Yeah, but if someone brings it to me and says, hey, Bill, you gotta watch it, I'll watch right. it. And I was honestly surprised it is as fucked up and as stupid <laughs> as everyone has kind of made it sound out to be. I didn't even know anything about it except it was supposed... It was made by this game named, uh, named Tommy Wiseau, written okay. and directed by and everything. Uh, by this, uh, yeah, this Tommy Wiseau guy looks and sounds like a henchman from a Die Hard movie. <laughs> uh, he's this like guy in his mid fifties, a super scraggly black hair, black trench coat with big eighty shoulder pads okay. on it. His face is all fucked up. Uh, like he's like he like had some kind of like botched plastic surgery, so he can't really emote that well. Okay. Super thick, vaguely Eastern European accent. It sounds kind of like half German, half Russian, half Polish. So- Totally a diehard villain. Totally a fucking yeah. diehard villain. So, but he wrote this movie about, it's about him and he's engaged to this lady in San attractive? Francisco. 
supposed to be, but not really. <laughs> and about how it's all about how what a nice guy his character named Johnny is. Uh-huh, his right. his his character named Johnny is his banker who is super rich, super awesome to everyone around him. Uh-huh. Everyone in the movie keeps on talking about how awesome and cool his character uh-huh, is. Uh-huh. But his bitch of a wife is just wants to marry him for all of his money uh-huh. while uh, his bitch of a wife was sleeping with his best friend. And there's no plot to the movie other than his bitch of a wife. Because you can totally tell the way it's written. Like, yeah. this, this Tommy Wiseau guy, he's got issues with women. And spe- <laughs> yeah. specifically, he must have had one burned yeah. by one lady that this yeah. movie is secretly, not so secretly, really all about. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's no real plot except uh, him and his fiance, bitch of a wife. Because <laughs> uh, you can almost tell, like, when, when he wrote the script, you must have, like, instead of even putting down a character's name, he probably just either put his, his ex-fiance's yeah. name down or just wrote bitch of a wife. Uh-huh. And it's so the first half of the movie is nothing but sex scenes between him and his fiance, and then suddenly turns into once she starts cheating on him into sex like really badly put together music video sex scenes of uh, his fiance uh, screwing his best friend, and just the way the movie is produced, it feels like it was shot in someone's garage with a bunch of actors who are not clearly like full time actors, and just like incompetently just like filmed and like the music's terrible, like done all like on a Casio, and just like it got a theatrical release. So the only reason it seems that anyone even even knows about this movie is because it's so terrible. This guy, he must be he because he looks like an Eastern European drug dealer kind of guy. I, he must have had like a whole bunch of drug money that he forced this movie because this movie supposedly cost six million dollars. Looks like it was made for about five thousand dollars. Yeah. And he had enough money to uh, when he put the movie out, he put up a billboard in L.A. I guess that was a picture of the movie's poster, which uh-huh. the movie's poster is just a black and white photo of his face. <laughs> okay. With, the photograph was taken when he was in the middle of a blink. Okay. So he's got one eye half open, the other eye like one uh, like Why? one third open because okay. he's half blinking, just because he thought it was like would be like really kind of like ooh like kind of creepy and kind of like ooh maybe people will really want to see. So everyone thought it was a horror movie, but then it just also says the room at the top, and so I guess he paid for this one billboard in the middle of LA just to stay up for four years. What? And so like the fact that like it just sounded like wow. a, so the whole poster, the whole billboard, Man. black and white photos, fucked up, diehard henchman's face. <laughs> Half-blank and kind of looking retarded. It just says the room at the top. Uh-huh. And so when he finally got the movie out so... in the theaters, people went to go see it to see, what the fuck is this room movie finally yeah. about when it finally came out? So... And then it turned out to be so bad that everyone was like, oh my god, <laughs> this movie's made by a crazy guy who had a lot of money but no sense. Yeah. And so it became a, a kind of rolled out and th- became a cult film from that point. Do yeah. you think that the, the four-year billboard uh, destroyed the property values of anything around it? <laughs> I guess it became a landmark where people got to the point where, like, if you went to L.A., people would have photos taken with themselves with the billboard. Yeah. This before even the movie even came out. Yeah. It's just because, like, it just became, like, one of those L.A. things. You're like, what the hell's the room? And everyone's just... <laughs> Man, and it's having, just... Having recently been to L.A., yeah. there, like, we were, like, right by Fox Studios, and we were, like, right by CBS and stuff like that. Um... There's a lot, a lot of movie advertisements in LA. Like, which just, totally makes sense. Which yeah. does make sense, but also it feels kind of oddly disproportionate for mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, I get it. You people make these. Well, I would imagine it's a lot of people just showing their dicks to each my other. Favorite, yeah. My favorite, though, is also the high prevalence of Telemundo ads. <laughs> oh, really? That, well, that makes great. sense, too. That, but yeah. that was better. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to watch that. Did they start broadcasting a Telemundo 
uh, novella on American TV? Like, didn't they double? Wait, nobody remembers. Like that, like, Wait, are we like talking? Is it that Jane the Virgin show? Or Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. It, it, that, I don't know if that totally... was a Telemundo thing or like remake was, of a Telemundo thing. We're only half remembering this news. Did you from, get a like, chance to actually watch any Telemundo I stuff down there? Because that stuff can be great. It's some of it's great. Yeah. It's better than the room. I can guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, LA. I'm sorry, LA sounds like it sucked. Well, Foley was just stranded. It just so happened that the time she was in L.A., all of our friends in L.A. were occupied. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I've had situations like that where you're, you're in a strange city, yeah. but everyone else is kind of like. And also, yeah. she was in like the really ritzy part of yeah. L.A. So you can't and just go like, anywhere without like surrounded by skinny, skinny white people. I I was called I was called sir, gentleman, and young man. Like, okay, at least at least thank you that it was polite misgendering. At least yeah. at least they like, went to at least they could also misgender you in a very direct kind of way whereas me when i shave i just get called it <laughs> so at least they're not just kind of going they like a total gamble hey, at least they're just you. honestly misgendering but hey. like hello thing <laughs> yeah so i was like i was like walking out with i think that it, the one person was like you gentlemen have a nice day and it was, oh, no, it was like yeah. really gay guy and i was oh, like yeah. you totally thought that sergio and i were together oh and i was no. like it's cool I'm like i don't want your butt <laughs> You're good. You're safe for oh, me. Man. I don't want anything you've got going on. Well, Bill, I'm glad that you finally watched the movie. But I want to talk about because the spoiler, like, this, like I said, there's not much spoiler. It's one of those things where, like, it's Bill, just I go will see never it. watch The Room. Oh, The Room is, it's funny, though. It's, it's, <laughs> it makes you, like, everything. See, I would it's... rather, I would rather spend that time watching, rewatching all episodes of The Curl Show, which yeah. sounds like The Room. <laughs> yeah. Like, it sounds like Dr. Armand. Dr. Armand. Yeah, Dr. Armand <laughs> would make a movie that would be <laughs> So speaking of comedy stuff, the, uh, the, so all we did this week was, yeah, we watched the most recent Curl show. This this season is really, really good. But um, we also caught up on Broad City. How's that have going? Have you watched any Broad City I've yet? seen a couple episodes. Okay. I saw them in the second season they were talking about, supposedly they've kind of flipped the dynamic between the, the, the two characters a little bit, where a crazy face is not quite the crazy face character, and the other character no, is kind of a mo- little bit no. less responsible or something. Well, and then they keep on seeing animated gifts when there's a, draw- a new drawing session. Where that's that's pretty amazing, though. Funny. The, yeah. So really this good. this season has been okay, but it hasn't. There are like a few moments in season one where it hit its zenith very quickly, and it's like, wow, how do you follow this? And the first couple episodes were good, but it was just the first season was so good it was hard act to follow. Mm-hmm. This week's episode was fucking amazing. It was so good. There were two plots going on. There was Alana and her mother going on a misadventure through New York to get counterfeit purses, which uh-huh. was fucking hilarious. <laughs> All the best shit is. Wait, down which character? <laughs> Because all I know, there's crazy Alana, one and the other one. The crazy Alana, yeah, okay, yeah. And Abby, who's the the quote unquote yeah, okay, less yeah. crazy one. She she finally so all first season she's been pining after a neighbor, and I was wondering how they were going to handle that because that could get really tedious really quickly. Yeah. So right away in the second season they're gonna go on a date. So I'm like, okay, that's awesome. They're gonna address it. And the whole thing is that they they go on a date and they very quickly start to have sex. And at some point they're mis- they're in a missionary position, and she says, "Do you want to switch? switch? Do you want to yeah. switch?" And he's like, really? Uh, okay. And she means you want me to be on top. He jumps up, runs over to his his cabinet dresser, and pulls out a strap-on, hands it to her, and then kisses her, and then assumes thing. the position. Turn and then... thing is that that's what I would have kind of assumed what he was thinking about. And, yeah. then, and then just goes, right in the butt. <laughs> Oh, my God, I love Man. it. So she calls him Pegasus. Pegasus. Yeah, she's like, oh, you a Pega. Pegasus. 
on iTunes. Because yeah. I'm like, it's worth every penny. Yeah. My God. But I think the first season is on Prime for free. Yeah. There's no... So... You don't want to do a Polly Hollywood remake called Red City and... I <laughs> <laughs> just spit on If it's worth it, he gets to peg him, then sure. Yeah! I'm on board. <laughs> catch, the catch line is just like, nice crumb or good bake. No soggy right. no blog. Yeah, there you go. Well, All right, cut just... it off, Bill. That's enough. That's oh, I can totally see you pegging Paul Holly. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. The terrible thing is I can totally picture Mary Berry off to the side, kind of like watching Glenn. Like nodding her head. Just All like, right, yeah. Bill. You can end You're, this weird section. Gotta... <laughs> weird no! Do you want me to draw a picture? Goddamn, Broad City is oh. so fucking funny, oh. though. So oh, where, where is Broad City? Do you know what like network it is? Like, it's on Comedy it's like, Central. Okay, I don't know if it was like... Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad I just... Comedy Central having great... Like that and Keem Peel and shit like that. Yeah. Like... And Kroll. Yeah. And oh, Kroll that's where the Kroll show is. I'm so sad when Kroll show ends. So it is... It is... It's it's a, it's, it's got, a, it's got a, canceled, it's, right? No, well, no, it's no. its last season. It's, to be fair, this is the, all the art characters are coming to a logical conclusion of their art. Has he come back on Parks and Recreation? Nick uh, Kroll? He's not. But he's, uh, he's going to be on Brooklyn. Nine but nine. Uh, uh, what's his butt from Keen Peel did come back on Parks and Rec this week? So good. This is so good. So, so good. Anyway, that's us talking about comedy shows we saw. It, so had talked about uh the room bill tell me about the last unicorn slash labyrinth slash dark crystal uh so i finally started to get uh, to back to work on this uh series of miyazaki inspired art prints that i'm working on right mm-hmm. now on monday it's i've been doing all so much other client stuff recently i haven't had a chance to work on these prints mm-hmm. and so yeah starting this week i started to manage to like full time to actually start work on this stuff again and for some reason i was like oh, man i need some because i'm working on like 80s like miyazaki stuff i like I, I need to i need to feed that beast yeah i need some like 80s children movie yeah. kind of shit just to kind of like yeah get me in the mood for that so i just I, like i completely by accident on monday yeah last unicorn was it dark, labyrinth and the dark crystal okay. i forgot last unicorn's really good yeah i have never seen last the other unicorn. thing that got me thinking about uh, the last unicorn too is the onion also last weekend posted a piece about how kind of creepy the last unicorn oh yeah is. so you've mm-hmm. never seen it i have never seen it i've got a blu-ray if you want to check it out it's it's, it's actually pretty it's kind of creepy and cool and good and the all main i know about song, it is that the dude's name is schmendrick that's Schmendrick's, all i know yeah, about yeah, last and he's voiced by ellen arkin mm-hmm. who i only really know him as the dad from edward scissorhands and also the grandpa from um uh what's the little fucking sunshine. yeah little miss yeah. sunshine yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah and so it's kind of funny to hear like young alan arkin being like a little wizard guy and it's got tammy grimes mm-hmm. as we all know the hellboy <laughs> of women yeah the hellboy of women <laughs> and it's got jeff bridges as a prince yep and all kinds of shit and it's like it's fucking cute that actually annie i think you would really get a kick out of it because the character design and stuff is That's like just really mm-hmm. i shouldn't yeah, let you guys it's pretty borrow. not shitty yeah <laughs> The last unicorn is good. See, but then, but then, like, I, I, I grew up on the labyrinth because that was a sleepover yeah. sla- staple. Labyrinth. I only saw. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Bill. No, go ahead. I, I only sense. saw the Dark Crystal recently, or like a couple of years ago for the first time. Ooh. Fuck the Dark Crystal. This. Well, I'm glad to see we're reaching consensus because watching these three back in the room. Okay, that's the best part of the whole movie. Dark Crystal is not very good though. It is it's not, not very good. It's, it's not terrible. It's it's still no. it's it's not like I'm gonna watch it. Actually, I think that Dark Crystal is where my hatred of elves started. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's kind of the thing where like it's like I am watch, not down. Watching Emily, it, I'm Emily like Carol gets really mad at me about my I'm an elf racist. <laughs> I did air quotes there, but it's true. <laughs> to be fair, we're getting over our elf racism, sort of. We're better about it. But wait, I you only wait, wait, you like labyrinth? Do you not like Labyrinth? Jennifer Connelly. Don't you, at the same time, you can't be a full-fledged elf racist if you hate 
David Bowie in Labyrinth, though. Well, David, I, I, I would like to think in the Dark Crystal Labyrinth, I would like to think he, he is his hair hiding. No, I think, I, I, I think the Gelflings must have come from. He must have fucked all of his goblins <laughs> and what they produced with the Gelflings. I think wrong. Labyrinth is a prequel to the Dark <laughs> Crystal. Dark it's Crystal takes place like five thousand years in the future. There was David Bowie, David Bowie, and Amon. Yeah. <laughs> made uh, all of the Gelflings. Um, oh my god! Yeah. No, uh, David Bowie. I. I did, the, Labyrinth was the first movie where I was very conscious of what a dick looked like. Because, <laughs> because his pants? Because his I, pants. I've seen people the... make that joke, and uh, because I hadn't seen La- like Labyrinth in like 10 years watching yeah. it again, I was like, oh yeah, you really... His... I mean, well, yeah. all of those goblins are at crotch height. It's true. It and then those it. pants... The whole the movie, he's like... shot from the knees up or from yeah. the crotch up. Yeah. yeah, so it's... I am the only young woman who did not have a sexual awakening. No, I didn't say no, I was I awakened no, sexually. No, no but it is, it is one of those things where he, it's a prop in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's his junk. I never noticed it. It's like the headpiece of the Staff of Raw. Of that you, movie. Well, it's not really, the major thing in the movie, but it's definitely a major prop for the film. It's not the MacGuffin, but it is the Dick MacGuffin. <laughs> the Dick Guffin. Um, I I liked Ludo. Yeah, Ludo. I great. loved Sir Didymus. Sir Didymus. Of course, you'd love Sir Didymus. Of course, no, I mean that dog, that fucking dog that he rides. I like Hoggle because Hoggle's an asshole. Yeah. Hoggle, Hoggle's really great though. I like his voice. Yeah, like the voice acting so good, and then the the the, the he's the Ron puppetary. Perlman of Muppets. <laughs> yes, well. he's the Terry Grimes of Muppets. <laughs> together like same group of people yeah exactly so yeah and, and i feel like the puppeteering and everything that happened and like all of the ideas in labyrinth were so superior to well, anything that happened because in... uh brian froud's designs those puppets aren't really expressive puppets like the design is in which beautiful. movie in in uh well in the dark, dark crystal, crystal. Yeah. i'm like kind of those... surprised the sketches are pretty they're I'm kind of surprised as much expression as you get out of the sketch yeah. well that's for the being thing. for essentially being big like foam rubber bird skeletons yeah yeah but i mean they get some but I, the thing that i loved most about the puppets muppets were the range of emotions you get from these little ticks yeah like just little things like lids over eyes and the shape of a mouth a little bit how... of a snarl of a cheek or something yeah, like that. yeah. and the range of emotion you could get from yeah. that and uh, so when i saw brian froud's elf gelfling bullshit i was like what is this that's that's if you made if you made the gelflings anything else like dark crystal would be a lot but at least still the plot's not that super interesting yeah. or anything like that but yeah the gelflings fucking murder the fucking dark crystal yeah. that's why i, I almost it. would have preferred that it was a mix that it, that it had been like people yeah. And then well, it is in some like in some of the far shots. It's obviously just a person in a gelfling suit, which is yeah. even kind of creepier. Yeah. It, it really is puppet. Like it's one of the rare few instances where you can see like Muppet puppet, uncanny valley shit. Yeah, yeah. And especially when that's the main character, and like yeah, the the characters' faces are look like human faces, but then pulled out, so they have a slight snout. Yeah. So they look like they look like fetal alcohol syndrome kids, yeah. as opposed to like. If they had made them more ob- like obviously like fantasy elves or some yeah. kind of like a different species or something yeah. like that, but just, like just egghead Solus. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I like no one like Solus. Half of it's just because of the shape of his fucking head freaks people what out. Did, what did I say? What did I say? I said uh, peanut I said head. Egghead, egghead Solus. I called two of your characters. Oh, was it Egghead Solus and Boyf? Oh no no no! You're talking about um sad dad. Oh sad, sad dad. dad and egghead. That's sad black wall and, and Solus. <laughs> Oh my god! So, so you guys um, like so, so you guys like uh, Labyrinth though? I, 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 I like Labyrinth that. a lot. I it thought just, it was a lot of fun. I, and I also it's more of a generally fun movie. Like that's the thing, and I like that it was a movie about a a, a girl. 
who yeah. went on this adventure. So, so I was reading up about like link, links between the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. So mm-hmm. Dark Crystal, they spent a shitload of money on. They were trying to make that the new Star Wars. Yeah. And in fact, actually, one of the guys who helped produce Star Wars actually defected from George Lucas and went to go work on. Oh, he that. produced uh, the Dark Crystal. And, uh, but yeah, that failed miserably, but George, uh, Jim Henson still wanted to make another movie, mm-hmm. but the studios were like, we're not going to give you that, like a oh, bazillion so dollars. No money. So he was like, I still want to do puppet stuff. And they're like, we'll only produce your movie. Cause originally the idea was supposed to be the same plot, but it was supposed to take place in medieval times. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Connelly's character was supposed to be like a medieval, you know, girl living in some village that yeah. you go off and get like, the, like yeah. she's supposed to essentially be, oh, she, wow, she was supposed I... to be like living in that world. Right. But they, they were like, no, you have to make this contemporary character and so also cut down on the budget. Yeah, yeah. Cause like we like, oh, I'm so glad they did yeah, yeah. and yeah. so they made a normal kid and so yeah. like you know that's obviously cheaper just she to shoot just an really apartment likes, somewhere she really likes Ren Faire's which is funny because they had to make her kind of blousey like, yeah. sort of but shirt costume, I love her costume yeah. she's got kind of like the blousey yeah. kind of like thing yeah. and like I just also Jennifer Connelly so the, it's hard not to feel like I don't know in the same, in the same <laughs> way that I finally came around to your affection for Colin Firth yes I have come around on your feelings about Jennifer Conley, and it hilariously it happened because of Noah. Yeah, Noah. Actually, oh, did you guys finally? Things. Did we never talk about? We that? did. We talked about it. We yeah, no, Noah. Her. She's she's beautiful. Her face in that movie is one of the best things in that movie yeah, in terms is. of just like she's the kind of weathered look. She's yeah. amazing. She's she has so aged mean. so well. But the thing that was weird to me is she like sold her soul because like for thirty years <laughs> from Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. To anything before Noah, like uh, she looked, yeah, she no, looked it was exactly the same. <laughs> She's like the um, Dick Clark of women. <laughs> uh, no, we need to watch. That uh... sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> How is that better than? The so I don't actually. My voter for Jennifer College died a little bit today. They're saying Dragoctor. I'm like, yeah, you're the Dick Clark of women. <laughs> you sexy. Ball dropping. Oh top God. 40 me. Top 40 me. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going to cheat. But even though she did age, is like super like, how no, are you doing? Yeah. No, she aged, she aged beautifully. I want to see the stunning. movie, the Darwin movie that she did with Paul, you know, Paul but, Bettany. Yeah, Paul Bettany. Oh, has has anyone seen him lately? Because he's a skeleton. Is she, <laughs> did she like suck his is juice? She, is she the portrait of Dorian Gray? <laughs> yeah, that's what, is that what you're asking? <laughs> They suck all the juice out of little pod people, and like that's how the sketch oh, is made. That like that's, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. what she's been doing to Paul Bettany because he only shows up as a voice in the Avengers movies now. <laughs> so something happened. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so, just a bucket with a voice of an alien. <laughs> so anyway, this is me just saying. Uh, I would, me not that, having seen these movies in a million years. Last Unicorn is cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not to say Labyrinth's. Not to say Dark Labyrinth Crystal's terrible. Weird. Yeah. No, Dark Crystal is not right. Smendrick. Did you know Smendrick is a Jewish word for like fat or stupid? <laughs> I did not. Yeah. So I he, had heard that word as. So a I forgot. He, he only gets called Smendrick in the movie because another character calls him Ushmendrick, and so that's what he's known oh, as. In the I movie. didn't like, know Angela Lansbury does voice in it. Yeah. And the movie's only like an hour long, but it's super yeah. cute. Anyway. So. I, yeah, it's one of those things that I don't know why Angela I've never Lansbury seen voices. the last The fucking baby. theme song, though. <laughs> Dylan started singing it the other day, and now I can't get it out of my head again. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, no, uh, yeah, Labyrinth, man. Yeah. Okay, so, All right, Bill, what's next? What's next? Uh, here, I want to talk about a movie that I watched. I actually watched this. Uh, did I talk about The Rabbi's Cat on the podcast? I've heard about this. No, so, I don't think so. The Rabbi's Cat is one of my favorite comics by, what's his name? Oh, I was Spar, or whatever his name is. Oh, that's right, did, that uh, guy, yeah. Yeah, it's, Rabbi's Cat is great. I really like it because it's set in Algeria during, like, the 30s, 
and um, uh, the uh, or maybe even in the twenties. Mm-hmm. And the the time is really cool, and the place is really cool, and it's about this rabbi and his daughter and his cat. And the cat eats a bird and then gains the ability to speak. What? And it's just like it's such a goofy comic, and it's just the way it pleads with faith. And family mm. is really interesting to me, and the art is just beautiful. But the comic is very much so a French comic in that there are little installments, and each installment is like an episode in of itself. So it's like an like, episodic narrative, yeah, exactly. It's just and like, you yeah. finish the first volume of Rabbi's Cat as it's printed in English, and the story just kind of abruptly like ends because yeah. it's just like a end of an adventure, and then there's another book, and things go on yeah. and change. But uh, so they made it into an animated film a couple years ago. I was like, oh, well, I love that move, that car- that comic. The, the comic I wanna yeah. see- and I know Jan Spar was involved in the movie too, so I'm like, okay, I'll see it. And it's gorgeous. It's really pretty. I really enjoyed it. The voice work is fantastic. The music is fantastic. The animation is really good. But it's funny because they did not. I was wondering, I was like, how are they going to deal with the it's episodicness? They're not. In a mo- no, it's just episodic. <laughs> like, the movie just kind of ends. <laughs> Movie design though, it's you know, just like movie design. Yeah. it's so turn, fun. Turn into a fucking TV series at that point, so at least you're expecting it just to be kind of like here's a story, it ends. Enjoy. That's I'm just imagining someone. Well, because I had some friends over to watch it with me because I thought they tweeted about <laughs> oh, it. No. Like, we have the worst. No, it was luck. fine. It was just kind of funny because it was like oh, because I was kind of to some degree like it wasn't too surprising to me because that's how the book right. was. But I did tell them before. I'm like, okay, so this book is really episodic. I wonder how this. Yeah, just the end. Yeah. Do you know who but made the movie? Anybody like we know? Or it's like it's that? a French. Oh, some kind of like, okay. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like Amelie. an international conglomerate. Sort of just but uh, yeah, no, it's it's really good. Well, that sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. The movie is kind of. Well, like, no, no, no. I like it. So you find that unacceptable DVD. because it's offensive to you as a movie connoisseur. I That's found it enjoyable. But it was beautiful. Your lips look so good. You're so bad. You immediately are like, fuck that movie. I wish that the world could see your lips. That's one of my biggest like adaptation crimes to me is like when you're taking an uh, like uh, an episodic story, yeah, and you don't do anything to like. And not that every movie has to have like a super strong right plot arc, but I think it's nice if you can figure out figure out a way to adapt you that should into still a, be a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. yeah, like like for example, Disney's Robin Hood is totally an episodic movie, but there's still like an arc to the episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's 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 why a lot a lot of people have had a hard time adapting both like both of our favorite things, Peter Pan and Robin Hood, the movies. Yeah, is because of both of those stories are very episodic, Super episodic or like yeah. one like well the, the peter pan's based off a book that is very episodic whereas robin yeah. hood's made up of a bunch of different like legends and stories and stuff yeah. like that and so yeah sometimes people have a hard time actually coming up with a concise mm-hmm. narrative mm-hmm. like arc that's not just like well this happened this happened this happened, this happened. for all credits yeah exactly so yeah. that kind of drives me nuts Bill, you would hate the rabbi's oh. <laughs> you should really read the comic though because the comic no, that is sounds great. like really cool yeah it's really great i i, I really like things that have a a good humored and um, intel like not intelligent but like uh, sometimes I struggle in both modern American society and also as a Portlander any conversations of faith are super binary mm-hmm. either you're of the faithful right. and it's like really kind of limited in that way or fuck faith faith is dumb it's one of the reasons why I like Dragon Age because granted Dragon Age doesn't always do a really nuanced job of it but it's ultimately a universe of people who are ruled by faith Yeah, right. and uh, like I find that sort of stuff interesting so any narratives that deal with that to any degree I'm like yeah yeah so in summation yeah rabbi's cat yeah the cat wants to get uh uh wants to have a bar mitzvah but uh a bris a bris no wait it does it does 
<laughs> and actually, you joke, but it does want to become a Jew. So that, because the rabbi is like, you can't hang out with my daughter anymore because you're you're totally corrupting her because you're such a fucking yeah. atheist. And he's like, fine, then I'll become a Jew. Yeah. And he goes to this rabbi to try and become a Jew. And this rabbi is like, what the fuck is it with this talking cat? No, you can't He can no Jew. longer wash down his mice with his milk. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's, it's really, it's really charming. Speaking of episodic, did you guys yes. finish Life is Strange? Life is strange. We talked. I it, talked about it on last week's podcast. But it's so good. Totes. It's hella good. It's hella good. <laughs> I still love my little Photoshop of a broken Chuck E. Cheese machine Did you person. Yeah, no, I made that, and, I just, and so I just put the dialogue at the bottom. It just says hella, hella totes while the machine's busting one eye, shooting off one direction. That is my review was, of Life is Strange. Life is Strange is an unacceptable wet. Bar. I got to the dorms. That's oh, as far as I got. That game, the lip sync bad. is terrible, but that really acting bad. and the writing is terrible. The and writing I, is awful. And I feel really bad, too. You mentioned this on the podcast last week, but the mo- moment the game really takes that turn is when the f- the first words out of Ashley Birch's character's mouth. <laughs> the moment she opens that mouth, it's kind of like <laughs> op- it's it's kind of the opening the gates of hell. I'm <laughs> just like, See, no. Well, to be fair, it, to, it, to be, it's not her performance. No. Well, it's that and it kind of is. I mean, because her performance in as much as, like, the, the writing letter down. Yeah. There's not much you could do with what... Oh if you wrote God. her dialogue down on a piece of paper, fucking yeah. William Sonoma, Shakespeare, <laughs> fucking... It's so that because okay so the context like a mild stroke in the I'm podcast. I'm gonna keep talking like you didn't just say those things. So <laughs> uh, Sonoma Shakespeare. I uh the, the context of her character appearing is this crazy like rich kid, r- crazy rich kid who's off the rails and has a gun. And here's the thing. So you the thing about teen storytelling is that it's fine for I'll just, this is storytelling in char- general. You can tell when characters are just fucking archetypes. Yeah. They're just flimsy little things versus an archetype that's fleshed out and yeah, has a natural character with some kind of rounded, yeah. yeah. Man, and this is like the worst flimsiest. It made me really angry. It's really unacceptably the, the sheer, bad. The sheer it's quantity, really bad. This is the sheer quantity of swears and the way they're used. The way well, they're the funny used. thing is, for the first couple times like people talk, so I thought I thought it was going to be a game where they're trying to get around the swearing, but yeah. then when they do drop the swear words, it's like kind of like uh, it's awkward enough where it's like. Yeah, so well, what you really do have thirty-year-old French dudes trying to write yeah. fit for fifteen-year-old North American, girls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, girls. And really, really, I really do. So we played Life is Strange, and then like the Katy Perry Super Bowl thing <laughs> happened, and I was like, "This is why they think this. <laughs> so, this is why this the is... world thinks this of us. Look at those sharks. That, that is so left shark. <laughs> so." Heavy Rain is is similar in that it's a French studio telling about French American studio yeah. or storytelling. So a, I think it's interesting that both of these French games think the only way you can make American life interesting is by introducing some sort of weird supernatural element to it. And b, um, Heavy Rain was way better when we watched it in French with yeah. English subtitles. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Life is Strange wouldn't benefit from the same. Just be, view it as what it is. And even then, when the lip syncing stops working, which is most of the yeah. time, at least you wouldn't even notice it much. Too, yeah. That's the other thing. The kid, that's like, I don't know, just fucking like. Also, like Life is Strange is trying to do, and I think in the environments and in the UI, they kind of pull it off. This kind of painterly slash sketchy. I love the design of the game. Falls through the character. The notebook looks so good. Oh my god. You, I don't think it's just Unacceptable. Like... So the game that this keeps getting compared to is... Uh, Medora's Mask. 
Because Gone Home is you also get, story You teams. get a notebook in, in Majora's Mask, but yeah. But I love... Uh, Gone Home, They at least they've had fucking hand, handwritten shit. Did they just shit? rip off Gone Home when they're like, we're gonna make this about a girl in the Pacific this, Northwest? Oh Does she turn out to be gay in the end? Like, uh, you know. Yes. So, yeah. here's the thing about Life is Strange. All the, the moment when I was like, fuck this game, is like less than five minutes in, because you're in our... So you're, you, you're, you take control of this character, and she's in her classroom, and you can look around, and you pull out your journal... A, your quote unquote, your journal. Your journal. Your your handwritten girl. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Have you seen What Hot America Summer? No. That's what Paul Rudd I need to watch that Paul because Rudd, Paul Rudd writes it in, in his. He's like, oh, you journal. And she's like, it's my journal. Oh, I get it. I, I need to watch that anyway because I know Netflix is doing a prequel miniseries. Right. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so in her journal, all her quote unquote handwritten shit is all fucking justified Again. handwritten font that's like, does it, like it's not even laid out in a way that makes sense and no. all the, the sketchy sketches in it are just fucking filters These people do shit. not know how to do how found it's object so shit. Bad. This game is great, made by well-meaning robots. Yeah. Like, this well, is... Well, not only like... that, so you open up the game and there's her journal that looks terrible and there are like seven pages full so like what you're supposed to stop what you're doing and read these seven pages to get context for well, world that is such unacceptable storytelling yeah annie <laughs> it's just awful that, to bring the game to a shuddering stop before it's even started i don't unacceptable i don't understand what your problem is with it unacceptable <sighs> it's just yeah Really I, bad. I bought the whole season too, I just because I wanted to like support. Well, like, like I, exactly, like female protagonist, story based. But the thing on PSN, so this is the first time I've I've seen this. Although people on Twitter say this is the thing that's been happening more often. Is I bought the season pass thinking it's the it season pass. Season you one. get everything, and yeah. so I bought the season pass, but it's not downloading it's not, the first episode. Yeah. And I actually emailed uh, the fucking PlayStation Network network people to say, hey, yeah. where's the first episode? And they're like, oh. Uh, that's actually the first episode is not actually included. Yeah. Uh, uh, season pass is only for people who bought the first episode, but would like to buy the rest of the season without yeah. doubling up on their purchase of the first episode. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so I wound up having to buy the first episode. Yeah. Just to, like, it was a whole. Just, I did now at that point. And so pissed. I was I was already like going yeah, into the game. Where I was like, like fuck you, you French fucks. That but, I did the same thing with Wolf Among Us actually. See, I, that's what I'm saying. I guess I, this is the thing that's been happening with with yeah. games like this. But I just for some this is my. But first. To, Bill, I did the exact. Even though I've gone through this exact thing before, I did the same thing. The terrible I was thing like, is I the, past. the terrible oh. thing is like like also I'm looking on PSN just kind of looking at stuff and I saw that the, 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 the I guess the second episode of the Game of Thrones Telltale thing came out. Yeah. And part of me is like, should I buy this just to watch the taste of Life is Strange out of my <laughs> mouth? Not to say that it's guaranteed the Game of Thrones game is going to be better, oh. but like I just want to go back to Bill play Tales from the Borderlands. It's good. Have, have you played like the Game of Thrones game? Because I'm definitely no. up for another. Because someone, I asked Twitter, I was like, Twitter, should I play the Game of, Th- were... the game of Thrones game? And everyone who I love and respect was like, no. See, I heard it from a couple people saying it was actually really good. No. But then again, I don't know. They said it was like a, a, a light version of Game of Thrones. I should have just done that thing at Christmas when they had like the Xbox One Telltale bundle, which yeah. is like everything Telltale's ever made for like 50 bucks. Yeah. I should have just done that. Yeah. But. Anyway, but life to, is strange. Hate to hate to knock on it too hard, but it is it's, rough. It's really unacceptable. There is nothing about it that I can say that I liked. You know what we should pronounce? It should be life is strange, except with a, without an A, it's an O. Life is strong. <laughs> no, it should be life. Life is strong. Strong. I'm trying to think of the weirdest way to pronounce it. What are you two doing? I don't know. We're just like making fun of the French. I don't want to use its name properly because that's too much respect and it doesn't deserve it. What a well meaning, but it's the room of adventure game. It is. What is it? What is it like? His butt all red. 
Um, his face all butt. His face okay. All butt. <laughs> what? Emily Carroll would love you guys. No, no. Apparently, someone she found someone online is was calling his face her short his face all red, and so they called it her his butt all red. Because <laughs> he didn't like it. So that's fun. well. She brought that. She cause she brought that on herself. His face all butt. His um, face all butt. <laughs> Uh, Bill, tell me about your Lego adventures. Man, I finally finished the Lego. Man, so nice. Was well, it fun? I was doing the thing Here, where... let, for the people listening. Finish your sentence, Bill. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what did I even say? Did I, just I finally the finished the Lego and pointed, and you finally got really excited. Cut you off. Hey, friends. Bill finally finished the Lego Detective's office. That was super awesome. Cause like was I said, it? I I so I saved a little bit uh for the last couple weeks, and so wow. I, like for like two or three hours every Saturday afternoon for the last month. I would sit down and work on part of the Lego Detective Agency. And it's especially nice because it comes in four big pieces. Yeah. And so I just built, like, a big chunk of it, like, mm-hmm. over the course of four weekends. It was super nice. Yeah. And again, it was kind of like this nice kind of therapeutic kind of, yeah. like, having something to look for on a Saturday afternoon, yep. setting yeah. everything else aside. Now I'm going to build something. And, mm-hmm. like, I finished building it. And it actually built, you know, you built a finished component of this set. Yeah. yeah. It's so very even, satisfying. Even though you're not totally finished at the end of the day, you still have a new, really cool looking, like, yeah. there's a little le- Lego pool hall I just yeah. built. Or That's a fucking... Fan? The ceiling fan and shit like that. Yeah. I like the inside of the actual detective's office. Oh, We're so even building good. a Lego toilet. Yeah. Oh, the toilet was so, was so great. I was like, the I know what I'm hilarious. doing. Yeah. And again, there's like the Lego just fucking It's so good. That Lego detective is so good. Every it's so good. It's my favorite thing. Like I always, I always like walk out and it's sitting on our dining room table right now because it doesn't have a home yet. And I was like, I just walk out and I just always look at it fondly every morning, even when I'm like pissed and going to work. Yeah, I have it on my bedstand. So. Like yeah. that's like oh, it's just it's a great. It's funny fun to see set. other people who are really into building Legos. Who, other people who collect like the especially this modular city stuff. Yeah, everyone seems to agree that's at least if it's not their favorite set. Now it's at least everyone seems I, to agree feel, like it's universally this is one of the best Lego sets yeah. ever designed. Well, now yeah. every Lego set that I that I build afterwards, <laughs> I just like I was building like one that was like a Winnebago thing from like the city because we're gonna use it for a thing, and uh, and I was just like I was just like. What is this? Why are They're they only, only? Why are they only giving me yeah, one, well, one piece per page? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah, Foley was totally tainted because that is is really like only the third or fourth Lego set you've ever put together, mm-hmm. and so, that's you're really starting from the top down. Yeah, at that point. yeah, you've you've kind of done the best. No, the two Lego sets we put together this week for my birthday, Jimmy. So last year, Jimmy and Cully set me down this Lego path by getting me the. Uh, the pack tracker, Legend of Chima, wolf monster truck thing that I talked about on the podcast. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. There's this wolf Lego. And they heard me talking about it, got it for me, and started me down the path to lead me to Benton and all this other bullshit. And so for my birthday this year, they got me the uh, the bear mech that mm-hmm. came out from like, the Legend of Chima series. And it's so fucking amazing. So I put that together and had way too much fun. Ass blastingly amazing. Then friends of the podcast, Mirabai and Max, got me um, some Amazon credit. And uh, I got this little, um, this uh, it's kind of the spiritual friend of the pack tracker in that it's a little monster truck, but it's tiger themed instead. It's panther tiger themed. Oh, it's amazing. Kitty cat monster truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so and good. you build it and then you can like, and you can flip it so that you can either have tiger power or Aww. panther power. Yeah, okay, yeah. I saw you guys post like, a little video of it, like, yeah. flipping and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's really fucking cool. Yeah. Oh my god. I had a lot of fun. You didn't have a party or anything this week, huh? Yeah. No. Yeah, I was waiting I to didn't see do a party this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Someone could throw a party for me if they want to, but That means next year's party is gonna be super double fucking easy. What'd you do? You have a six you have a half birthday. 
On August 2nd. It's called my wedding, Bill. Uh, <laughs> that's that's actually, yeah. Yeah, it's called my wedding. But yeah. no, we uh, fully took me out to fancy, fancy uh, steak dinner. Got drunk off of one drink. Oh, fully got stared so at drunk. your tits the whole night. She was so cute. What was you the drink? So oh, I just had a really strong gin and tonic, and oh, I hadn't man. really eaten anything all day. And, and also, I, we haven't been, you haven't been drinking. I haven't, I haven't been drinking, been drinking. Yeah. What so. are your tits doing? They're they were present. Just, That's all it took. They're just amazing. Um, like you're not wearing like a cleavage dress or anything no, like that. She wasn't sort of. actually. I did see there. Reddit had so, uh, had a picture of someone at uh, uh, a big titted lady. Her wedding dress was mm-hmm. just essentially two little pieces of fabric, kind of reaching up, barely covering her nipples. Yeah. I almost emailed that to say like, I got wedding dress. I <laughs> got an you. idea. Here you go. go. But it's uh, actually just wearing two like, like handkerchiefs, barely like yeah. yeah, hanging off your nipples essentially. So yeah. the reason why I wanted to get this ridiculous little kitty cat truck, a, I thought fully might enjoy putting it Which together, I did. and b, it contained what the last minifigure from this series of Chima that I didn't have. Mm. And what's really you're interesting, closing in on the end. I know, man. The next wave of Chima is the final She's wave so of sad. Chima. There are only two more minifigures, and that's it. But um. It was so, so Chima is interesting. I was telling Foley, one of the reasons why I like this so much and I find it so satisfying is that it's totally like Christmas morning in that you see all these pictures of the sets and everything and the figures, but the Chima are all, they're like normal standard Lego heads, but then they have a mask around it that's the monster. Yeah, exactly, it's like yeah. the animal head. So it's the part I use when you take the mask off is the head underneath because they're printed, yeah. but you never see what those look like until you have them in your hands because Lego doesn't take any pictures of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like all these questions, like, what? What's it gonna look like? How cool is it gonna be? Can I use it? Can and you I can't not? plan too far in advance. Is exactly what you're gonna use it? Yeah, no. people know what they look like without that. Because the... like there are some where you take them off and like, oh, you have a cyborg jaw underneath <laughs> oh, there. Good. Like, oh, good. You have a weird tattoo on the that, back yeah. of your head, or it's like you have hair, which means they can't give you hair, and like all this stuff. And uh, it's but it's really kind of it's fun. It's something to look forward to, anticipate. And that anticipation is half the fun. But this is the first time I've ever really gotten kind of burned. Yeah. Because this, I like it a lot, but this panther head is so, it's just a black head, and then they printed in like, dark blue printing on it for all of his gray, features. Yeah. So unless the lighting is really good, he's just this beady little eyes and he's a mouth. A, he's a black cat. He is a black cat. I mean, but the he, idea that features are supposed to just kind of come through, like, the mask. Yeah, like, they're it's only, not, exactly. Yeah, it's not supposed to be well, that well-defined or drawn, because, like, the mask is no, supposed to be mostly face. Everything else, everything really well else is yeah. amazing. And this Pantherwood is just kind of like a wet fart. Maybe it's just so funny. Like, last, well, what if, like, these last four team of figures, they just forgetfully, they just kind of whiff it because they're like this is the end of the line whatever the last two chima figures you get are just gonna be kind of like badly drawn bad cop (laughs) sharpie just kind of like it just says dog (laughs) on the fucking face the last so yeah the next i i went looking online and i found a link to the german lego catalog for their summer releases you you really are just knee deep in this shit and uh i got to see the the sets the the last chima sets Uh and uh um, what sucks is that I'm gonna have to buy another really expensive one with parts that I Which can't one? double Which use. One? It's like some sort of dumb, like, flying vulture, like, like, so fortress thing. How expensive so are these sets? Like, I, it looks bucks? like it's probably, no, it looks like it's probably gonna be another $70 set. But anyway, I'm gonna get that for one saber-toothed tiger, but at least it's gonna be a lady saber-toothed tiger, so that'll be cool. It. And then there's gonna be another smaller, cheaper set that's a bear. So we've got a bear and a saber-toothed tiger coming to bed. Have you done any more it. Brickling stuff? Speaking of, like... Yeah, I always do Brickling stuff. Yeah, I just I just made my second Brickling Immortal last night. You, right yeah. before I started asking, you were asking me if I'd actually gotten a hot dog man yet. No. Yeah. So dog. what happened last night? Well, yesterday, so I finished the Lego Detective Agency. And you're like, this, this 
calls for a hot dog. <laughs> Waiter, one hot dog, man. Uh, so yesterday they left me with, I was like, okay, what I'm going to wor- work on next. I still have the Parisian restaurant, but I'm still uh, kind of saving that for a rainy day. I just felt like like something, uh, as a breather from working on the big-ass like a detective agency, I was like, I'm going to start work on something smaller. Yeah. And so I started thinking about how I still have the two uh, Star Wars cantina sets that I yeah. bought. And I built the first one. And I mentioned this on the podcast before. So the Star Wars Lego Cantina is essentially uh, one set is essentially one half of the, the cantina from the movie. Mm-hmm. And the Star Wars Cantina is essentially like horseshoe shaped. And so mm-hmm. what you get when you when you build a cantina set from Lego is essentially half of that horseshoe. So mm-hmm. I bought two of those sets with the idea of the second set I'll build in reverse. So I get so I can build the second half of that horseshoe and have a complete Lego Cantina. It's even to the point that even the bar, which is also horseshoe shaped. In the movie that just kind of built out of the wall, uh, even in the set, it's cut in half, like almost yeah. like a laser cut. Like it's yeah. it's kind of weird looking. And so I've seen other people essentially do online yeah. what I've been thinking about. Like essentially buy two sets and just kind yeah. of build them up. And uh, but I realized um, this one person who I want to copy. What mm-hmm. they did was so what they did so half the cantina it has a bunch of booths so you have like. Greedo and Han doing right. a little conversation on the other side. But the other side, with the second set for the other half of the cantina, they built a big alcove where you have the band playing. Right, yeah. So I want to do that, but that meant uh, they had they wound up using some pieces that aren't included in the right. set because just that you had to build a little bit differently. Right. Yeah, and I so know. I need some extra, like, tan and dark tan pieces that yeah, I, I don't yeah. I, I, I don't build Lego that much that I have all these spare pieces laying around, so I right. had to go to BrickLink uh-huh. just to get... I don't even know exactly how I'm going to do this, but I was like... I just need some extra pieces. Yeah. And so I found a brick like someone who's selling a whole bunch of like tan and dark tan pieces. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I bought a bunch of those. And I was really amazed by how much even if you just dropped twenty bucks, you get like a big bucket of stuff. Yeah. On brick like if you find the right shop. Yeah. yeah. And this person also happened to be selling minifigures at the same and they happen to be selling a hot dog man and so for like 30 bucks i got like a big bucket of pieces and also also so i got a bunch of tan pieces for the lego cantina coming to me and this person not only did they have hot dog man but they had a bunch of food and drink items which i can also use for the cantina but also for the parisian restaurant so how so i got like a shitload (laughs) of just like plates cups yeah uh like plastic turkeys yeah, yeah. All kinds. so oh, if you fantastic. need any extra food stuff talk to me because i've yeah. got like 15 hot do, dogs like another cook like that's what i'm saying that kind of thing yeah friend. just all this so i got like a whole shit little lego food and that's uh adorable. cantina bricks coming to me that's with a hot adorable. with a hot dog this person must be thinking crazy because it's mostly food i want to order with the hot dog guy <laughs> so somebody's probably got to think of some kind of, some kind of weird lego foodie fetish thing yes. but i don't know the lego yeah parisian restaurant i can really staff up the kitchen so uh that's funny no yeah i i'm really grateful that max and mirabai got me gave me some amazon money for this lego set because the lego set that i got this kitty set is like 30 bucks and the only way you can get this minifigure is in this set yeah and it's like i can't even find it on bricklink except for because bricklink is international so i could like import it from fucking denmark or something and yeah like, and it's, it's broad enough that you can pretty much find anything you want if you just look long exactly enough. yeah but, uh, so finally I was like, fuck it, I don't want to import it from afar, so I went looking on eBay, even though eBay's prices tend to be inflated. Yeah. And I found that, that, this little, tor- this little panther minifigure and got in a bidding war and almost spent $20 for just this one minifigure. And how much the actual set? 30 bucks! Yeah, that, at so that point. I'm so grateful that I lost and that Mirabai and Max gave me that, them dollars. This is the other thing, I still owe you a pr- uh, birthday present. Really? You designed so. my tattoo? No, but still, I'm wait- I was waiting to see after the dust cleared for what you got for actual, because, like, I was like... 
like, because I, I knew I was likely to get you the, like, I could have just gotten the Amazon credit, but then I'm like, I was waiting to see what you actually needed after your birthday, you, so there is, we'll talk about stuff. Or you might get something in surprise from me, like, next month or something like that. Sweetheart. If you go on Twitter, you be like, my I, tattoo. Don't you dare I haven't finished it yet me. either, but Don't still. Don't you dare. But you like stuff as much as I, I do. I do like stuff, but the thing is, I'm getting to a point in my life where I have, I am a child, and I buy the stuff I want. It's really hard to get me something I want because I'm a baby and my wife is kind to me. So if I want something, I get it. And my birthday present for you is going to be a copy of Majora's Mask. <laughs> and I'm going to grudgingly finish Grand Fandango just to guilt you. I'm going to be like, I finished Grand Fandango. At least you can do is finish Majora's Mask. That's going to be my super backhanded, passive-aggressive birthday gift to you. Like a true Portland. Exactly. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Lego, Lego, Lego. Thus ends our Lego interlude. Though I do have to say, in closing, Bill... How excited are you about the Doctor Who Lego Ideas set? We'll find out in the Geek Week News and Review. Oh, well then, let's Woo. take a break, shall we? We'll be back. In the distance, hear the laughter of the last Okay, so what Lay's really needs to do is they need to team up with Domino's and have potato chips that taste like the garlic salt they dust on everything from Domino's. Um, I had, uh, Dylan was over here the other week, or just the other day, and we were like, oh man, we're gonna get some pizza. And our friend Lucy, who eats healthy, she tends to be a pretty healthy person, she was like, oh, you guys wanna get some lunch? Dylan was like, I know this sounds crazy, but I want some shitty ass Domino's garlic salt something. Uh -huh. And so we pretty much just ordered Domino's because the garlic salty just kind of yeah, like you can order that fucking entire... magic pixie shit they scatter yeah. all over food. You can food. order the entire thing online. You never have to talk to an actual person. Well, that's so thing too. So like my phone is like, it's like a pay-as-you-go phone. So technically I get charged for every call I make. Oh wait, why did I get so many messages today? Uh, but yeah, it's actually I saved two dollars if I just or use the Domino's app. Yeah. yeah. To order pizza by not talking to anybody. Yeah. Um. Do you want me to read all of these dice? Game no, no, words? I just threw it on there in case you wanted to talk about it. I don't care about the dice words. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry if that came out too too kitty. She's been. What is gaming's Oscar? She's been she's been biting at me. Like, no, no, it's not, I just threw it in there in case you wanted to talk about it at all. That's all. Boy, Middle Earth swamped everything. Yeah, it was pretty much Middle Earth won everything, but then um, Dragon Age won the big uh, game yeah. of the year. So I'm surprised they gave Destiny outstanding achievement online. Really? They, well, it's an interesting. It's ambitious in what they're trying to do. Sure. And it works for what it is. Yeah. It's just there's not that much content to do it with in the game. Yeah. Um. So I guess we're pretty much talking about the dice awards, even though, um. Yeah, Middle Earth. Yeah, you guys never got very far into that, huh? No. Or, I didn't like Dark Direction. That's yeah. fine. I'm trying to see anything else interesting. Monument Bad Valley Achievement in Art. That's, That's awesome. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hearthstone Mobile Game of the Year. Man, people fucking love that that fucking Hearthstone shit. Transistor won the Sprite Award, which I, I don't know what the hell that is, but I'm glad they won something. Man, Transistor. That was not are, a fun are you, game. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just double check. Well, no, we never officially started. I did. <laughs> we could stop and restart and say, "Hey, hey, guys." Sure. By the way, guys, this is the Geek Week in Review. We're looking at the Dice Award winners. Yeah, uh, I Bill did that thing where you just hit record since we were already pretty much talking about podcast yeah, stuff anyway. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, Middle Earth Shadow Mortar swamped everything. I still want to call it Shadow of Mortar. Mortar. Oh my god, so yeah, nothing to it. But yeah, that's the thing, because yeah. Has uh, anyone ever done a Mordor she wrote? 
Holy congratulations. You're almost as funny as a corgi's butthole. <laughs> There's a lot of the fo- oh, it's a Photoshop of just Jess. Yeah, that's a good joke. Though. Oh god, that's wow. Oh. So yeah, well the dice awards are always interesting because that's actually that's actually industry people voting for that shit, yeah. right? Yeah, that, yeah. That's that's why people call it the gaming Oscars, which is like that is I mean that's what the Oscars actually are. That's why the Game of the Year awards will never really mean that much. Right. Yeah. The Jeff Keighley stuff because it's it it really is just the MTV it's a Movie Awards. Contest, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it that, that's <clears> why the Oscars. The dice awards are actually like industry people voting. Yeah, them. and that's why the Oscars mean so much because yeah. it's it's the industry awarding its own stuff. It's not just yeah. someone coming out of the blue saying, "Here's the Mountain Dew Movie mm-hmm. of the Year." But but wow. yeah, damn, Shadow of Mordor won everything. It was pretty. F- the funny thing is, it is a fun game, but it's not you, you, like from like looking at that list of awards one, you'd think it was like one of the greatest games ever made. Yeah, it's no. fun, but it's not like. Well, well okay, was okay. Really impressed that by that uh, nemesis system. I mean, it was a cool system, but yeah. I'm kind of. I'm also kind of wondering. There was like a a a a. a a, a vacuum of shit that came out. I last think that's year. the other yeah. thing. This although is the even, best thing. Although even then, you think Destiny would have won a couple more things just from like, well, it won yeah. like art and design stuff. But yeah. there's other games. I'm surprised Dragon Age. If it won the game of the year, I'm kind of surprised it didn't win at least a couple other things. Like well, they won best RPG. Yeah, and that's you know, man, best so... best Dorian butt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dorian. Hmm. But yeah, congratulations to all the winner for the Dice Awards. If you work on the Shadow Mortar team, I'm very sorry for shit talking your, your fine game. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. Man, now you guys sound like smelly like garlic chips. <laughs> Funny thing about it's that. It's a good smell. I love smelly garlic. Uh, you were gonna our... say something. Yeah, you you were. Oh gonna no, make a... uh, Kotaku did a thing that was uh, uh kind of revisiting the Dragon Age Inquisition uh panel. I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, I went to that, mm-hmm. and it was interesting because it made me one of the reasons why the the particular environment that they explored it wasn't a hissing waste or was. Was it hissing waste? It was the big deserty environment. No, that's where hissing waste. Is that the hissing waste? Yeah. And uh, that's where they went during this walkthrough. And there was all this shit in it that's just not in the final game, which kind of fucked with me when I was playing through that level because I'm like, wait a minute, I thought I'm supposed to be like the whole like hold system, like which is really just sky hold. Like, yeah, yeah you can gussy up your fort and everything like that. Mm-hmm. They made it seem like it was a number of forts yeah. in this walkthrough, like that. That so possible that's what it was. They just cut it back for oh, yeah, 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 yeah resource yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's just it's kind of interesting and that they did it that late in the game. But yeah, there are like kind of remnants of it in the game, but very very little of yeah. it's still there. And I remember when I was playing through that region, that region totally kind of glanced off me for that reason because I'm like, I vaguely remember I'm supposed to be able to like. Poison a well to undermine things and like fuck up a. That was what, like two years ago, right? Yeah, it was not. All things considered, it was not that long ago. Yeah. So it's interesting to think, and you can tell, like Dragon Age Inquisition does kind of reek. Uh, there's so much to it. You can only imagine that they had like planned for more and they yeah. wound up cutting. Yeah. But uh, it make, does make one wonder what DLC holds for us. Mm-hmm. Did they announce DLC for Dragon Age? Yeah. They have announced. Let me put it this way. But the Dragon Age team has a habit of saying things like, we can't talk about things for various reasons, but we, there's something that we can't talk about. They did it with Dragon Age, too, because I remember right after, excuse me, Dragon Age two, as two. well. Yeah. Because uh, I remember I went to another PAX panel that was 
after Dragon Age 2 had come out, mm-hmm. and they were talking about, they were teasing the DLC with um, Felicia, Felicia Day, but they were also, up. yeah, they were also talking about the future of Dragon Age, mm-hmm. and they showed the overworld map, and they're like, here is the region of, of Thedas that you got to explore in Dragon Age 2, and they showed, like, this tiny little area, and like, yeah. here's what we want you to be able to explore, and then they, they like, everything. everything, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they, they have a habit of, Man, like, that was the packs that I went to. Yeah, you. you were for that, yeah. my friend. Was that the last one we all went together? I think so, yeah. 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 Well, then you, yeah, you went, did you not go the year that I went with? It no, was the were. year before last. No, because the last last year, the one when, when you went to um, the last Dragon Age panel was when I went to the Seattle Art Museum. Uh, yeah. With, with, yeah, this with was Carol. not that. This was like the pa- packs before that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, we yeah. Wow. Cause that was, so that was like four years ago. Yeah, yeah it was a while like ago. Because they were, they were still early in development. So the Dragon Age crew has a history of coming out and saying, we can't talk about it, but if we could, we'd be talking about this sort of thing. Um, and they've done that. With actually, DLC. speaking of packs, actually, uh, I, I tend to go to, I, ever since, what, 2007, the first time me and Annie went, yeah. I've gone every other year. So in order to stay on that track, I'd have to go this year to keep that pattern up. Mm-hmm. And so, like, actually, probably within the next month, they're probably gonna announce tickets for Pax Prime. You guys have no interest in going. Our wedding, our wedding, our wedding kind of trumps everything else. Wait, at the same time. Wait, is it at the same time? No, is Bill gonna miss our wedding? No, you guys are getting married in June. No, Pax is Pax is always a Memorial Day weekend. Or not a Memorial Labor Day weekend. My point is, is that all of our money and attention is kind of wrapped up. I, I just occurred to me right now that I just, it just. While you guys were talking about that, I just realized, I like, if I want to go to PAX now, yeah. and not that I really even yeah. care about it, but just because I've had that pattern, yeah. if I don't go this year, part of me going to be like, well, I had the pattern for like a decade. I was kind of going for every other year, but anyway. Yeah, so. no, I, I kind of want to go just to see whatever um, Naughty Dog has to say yeah. about uh, Uncharted. Well, especially there are games actually coming out this year, yeah. too, yeah. But, uh, but it's also PAX. So, I mean, all of our money should be. But it's also just right PAX. Now. There's a whole. It's like, it's the same thing with ECCC. I really, all these cool people that I'm acquainted with online are like yeah we're gonna go to seattle and i was like damn we should go but i can't can't justify spending and also they have that star wars costume exhibit up there too which part of me is like Mm -hmm. not that you need to go up to pax you guys could just drive up there to see something like that sold out yeah all saturday is already sold out so i don't want to go just sunday or friday for pax no for ec oh for ec so fuck it yeah anyway watch the watch the panels from home I don't care about money. I'll get you whatever you want. It's not not that we can't afford it. I'm going to treat you right, girl. (laughs) Fully hates when I talk about money in the podcast. I do, because you make it sound like we're fucking destitute. no, I just can't say, oh, I guess casually I'm going to drop five to six hundred dollars. Casually you're going to drop like 60 bucks on Lego. That's That's what I'm saying. As as being the person who, if, 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 if I were the person who is like less financially... <laughs> smart with money, yeah. I would be the person also most worried about money because, like, I don't know what I'm going to spend between now and then on stupid shit. Yeah. I will nickel and dime us to death, but the big dumb extravagance is fully the opposite because fully will be like going to Target to get her underwear. Yeah. And by the walking from oh, God, the underwear, underwear section, <laughs> I think your birthday gift this year is I'm going to buy myself you, underwear. Yeah. You should, Bill. Says the guy who just blew like $30 on Legos yesterday. I could have bought some underwear. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, from the time of walking to the Lego to the underwear section to check out, Foldy will have talked herself out of underwear and put taken it out of the cart. Yeah, so she's notorious. But I'll talk myself into like a TV. You guys are a married <laughs> couple. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I know, but having said that, during on that route where she talks herself out of underwear, she will. Your neighbors across the street still watching Deep Space Nine? Yes. 
that's great. Yes, their Mustang actually has little Starfleet emblems. Um, that's on make their, friends on with those guys. Yeah. No, I just stand out there and I watch and I go. They're either watching HGTV or they're watching Kira. <laughs> like, either. Oh or. yeah, Kira. Did, oh my like, god. Hey, major. Anyway, believe it or not, pals, this is the Geek Week review. You're about not videos. a butt man. This is your problem. Are you gonna talk about Major Kira's butt? Yeah. Oh, probably not. Oh yeah, she got a nice butt. She got. Holy doesn't she have. She got dancer tan. In butt versus boob spectrum. I she like is... tits more. Oh yeah, but you're you're a butt enthusiast too. I enjoy a good ass. <laughs> I admit I'm largely tit and ass blind. Sorry. Why are you with me? <laughs> I have both. Yeah, you never really do, Mark. You'll uh, well, guy parts. You'll more like be like, hey, how you doing? Well, but like I with like ladies, shoulders you like you like faces eyes. when it comes to ladies. Yeah, you seem like and like. A good smile. That's what I get drawn to. You like my tits. Well, you have a really nice ass, too. These are just, like, bonuses. But I didn't see you as, See, like, that's the full. You should take tits. this as a compliment, knowing that she's not just with you for your ass. Yeah. She should be. Your yeah. ass is just, like, it is the, bonus. It's, it is the cherry on top of it the It is two sexy cherries on top of that Sunday. <laughs> well, it depends on the type of cherry, because that can look like a butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Anyway, yeah. friends, this is the Geek Review. <laughs> We're going to talk about oh. this. Uh, Harper Lee's semi-sequel to A Kill a Mockingbird mm. is being published this summer. Which I wow. love how quickly this went from everyone saying, Yay! Yeah, to, uh. <laughs> so have you heard about this? I didn't really read into it. Well, so, okay, I should say. I just saw a really, like, crusty agent so it turns out, When this was announced, I flat, straight up just burst into tears. Yeah. Uncontrollable weeping what's, at my desk. What's going well, on? So have you heard that Harper Lee's got dementia? She's, you know, she wrote it just last month. <laughs> So no, so the context is her lawyer for the longest time was her sister. Yeah, her her guardian lawyer, everything was her sister. Yeah, which which supposedly she Harper Lee always claimed was like her Atticus Finch. Supposedly, ever since their dad passed, like she always kind of like she was a huge fan of her own sister, and her sister wound up taking care of her as her brain started kind of turning to mush. Okay, so her sister passed. Just three months it, ago. Isn't it funny how now that when her when her guardian, uh, guardian is gone, all of a sudden this book is going. Uh, to somebody publish. went rifling through her stuff and said, oh, "Hey, she just she wrote this book that never got published." And so it's, so it's really the pretend. more it's one of those situations where you just hear about it, and you're like, "Yeah," and then you learn anything about it, and you get really uncomfortable. You almost feel stupid for being juked out. Like, of I course, know. I know it should have known. Like the pessimist in me, I'm like, yeah. I should. It's like maybe after Harper Lee's death. There is no way, like, that, w- I mean, you can't after, like, 50 The best thing is, towards it. You guys still get to read it. It doesn't matter to Harper Lee. <laughs> and then you still get, that's, I love that's the fact you get torn this a book. Is, this is one of those instances where stealing it does feel morally justified. Yeah, just go to, just go to fucking pals and over the, no the display way. and just make off with a copy. It's just one of those things that just feels it's uncomfortable. It's grubby. It's fucking yeah. oily, greasy, nasty. It's like, oh, here's this old woman who's it's, not entirely this, in control of her senses. If this were a Muppet movie... <laughs> It's like the Bad Muppets <laughs> did this. Muppets, Kermit with a mustache. Yeah, I don't like Bad Kermit. You you did bad. You won this time. But next time we're going to get you in the Muppet sequel. Harper Lee, senile Harper Lee with a shotgun. Tearing up the Bad Muppets. You know what? You're going to have such a headache after this. Such a headache. God you know damn. what? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna buy a copy and just scroll it in the front page of the Crown on Indistinguishable <laughs> Scroll and say, "Oh, I got a signed first edition." <laughs> it's mean. funny to make fun of old people That's who lost their fucking mind. Sad when oh. wishes are being thwarted. Yeah. 
Wow, she is alive. Yeah, it's, it's one thing when it's your legacy after I forgot that she's still alive, because I've heard the news of the book, and I was like, oh, she's still alive? I'm like, oh, yeah, she's yeah. still, yeah. It's, it's different when it's, like, you know, your art collection that you don't want any asshole to touch. Yeah, it's, like, then... one thing, it's, like, it's, it's your if your wishes are being thwarted after your death, to some degree, it's, like, but it's that always sucks. And it's always after some sort of, like, stalwart guardian dies. Yeah, exactly, yeah. the person who fought for that Which line is funny, because we're supposed to be getting, kind of, like, on a similar note, we're supposed to be getting, uh, supposedly, we're supposed to be getting Jay jd salinger first new book yeah. in like 50 years yeah. it's supposed to be published sometime they said last i heard it's vaguely sometimes 2015 i'm sure in time for christmas yeah but at least that was part of his whole yeah published that was in this will and testament saying right, hey yeah. uh, i like it's, it's like george R. R. martin's like just burn everything kill yeah, them all yeah. like margaret atwood is like i wrote a book you can't read it for a decade <laughs> the weird thing is the excerpts from the, this new book came out and actually the, it starts because off the jokes. there's a weird sex orgy yeah. in zion yeah <laughs> It goes on for way too yeah. many pages. <laughs> so many pages. She was, man, before Harper Lee went, she was a huge Matrix Reloaded fan. <laughs> well, you know, whenever I think of Harper Lee, A, I think of that amazing book. B, I think of that amazing movie. And C, do you, I, I really loved Bloom County when I was a book. Yeah. Fucking love, or when I was a kid. I when get I was it. It's a been book. a long morning already. <laughs> I'm very tired. We're, we're an hour 15 of the podcast, um, too, yeah. Uh, no, when I was a kid, I really loved Bloom, was it Bloom County or Bloom Country? It was Bloom County. It was Bloom County, yeah. I love Bloom County, and and he did a really weird story arc where there was a movie sequel to to, to Kill a Mockingbird called Mo, Mo, Mo Kill Mo Mockingbird or something like that. What? And it was this really weird storyline, but somehow he got in, like, Harper Lee found out about it and wrote him this really nice letter about it and everything like that. And he, and he was like, I feel terrible that this dumb joke I made, but how gracious of her to reach out to me and like kind of bless it retroactively. And that's what I think of. But you know, like she, but basically the vibe was always like, yeah, my work is out there and it is what it is. Yeah. You know? So it was your first experience to, to kill a mockingbird. Was it reading it in school versus like yeah. just watching the movie by yeah, accident? I did yeah. not see the movie. The movie's actually really good too. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's phenomenal. Yeah. What's interesting is that they're both such good works and they're both such distinct works they're kind of reinforced by each other, but they totally stand on their own. The movie's worth it just for Jim and that, or uh, Scout in that goddamn ham costume. <laughs> I just... I was a ha- I was to be a ham. <laughs> Isn't that what this line is? So I mean, good. But, yeah, so, yeah, To Kill a Mockingbird, I mean, uh, do we even need to talk about how great To Kill a Mockingbird it's is, though? It's one of the best books of all time. It's, it's, one of, it's fascinating because there are all these books you, as an American student, you're forced to read in school. Yeah, and this is, yeah. And... Even at the time, like the I, I, there are very few books that I was forced to read that I enjoyed. Yeah. The list is pretty much uh, To Kill a Mockingbird and Handmaid's Tale. Those were the two books that I was forced to read. Where it's like, oh, this is a actually, lot about you. I know, doesn't it? But those are books that I really liked, and they're books that in my mind have grown and c- become even richer. And then when I go back and revisit them, they're even better than I remember. Mm-hmm. Mine is Island of the Blue Dolphin and The Agony and the Ecstasy. I've never wow. heard of either of those. That says a lot about you, doesn't it? Wow. Huh. Yeah. What's up, Southern California educational system actually teaching shit? <laughs> I had my the agony, the agony and the ecstasy is a really amazing uh, uh, pseudo fiction, uh, historical fiction about um, Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. It's, huh. it's also made into a movie, right? I believe so. Yeah, I, I never. The book is just really good. It's really beautifully written. 
See, my like, because uh, I went to a performing arts high school. Uh, part of our thing was we had to read a little, like there was like we had, for some reason they made us do a whole bunch of theater stuff, and mm-hmm. as part of the theater program, we ended up, we ended up reading a lot of Shakespeare. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was nice. But everything else, William the actual, Sonoma Shakespeare. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, like twenty years later, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, but yeah, f- but for the actual English class, it was just like To Kill a Mockingbird, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Catcher in the Rye. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Life is strange because life is strange is yeah. I remember talking about that. Which I've done so. I've barely seen enough. So confused. Which is kind of everyone's kind of vaguely in a photography class, but like, but it's it feels like every other like stereotype American high school. Like, did you get like jocks yet? Well, like there are football jocks. Like literally, I've never seen an arts high school that had a football team because that's not how arts high schools work. And I'm spitting all over the place, but yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, I didn't I'm even sorry. think about that actually. Yeah, that's why I wanted to hear your commentary. I forgot on that it. it's even supposed to be an arts school. Yeah, it's so they call it that, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to school for my photography." I mean, like, I also, could, she's I... just allowed that her thing is going to be. I'm going to learn nothing but like I'm going to take selfies with myself with a Polaroid, and that's her retro home. selfies. The number of times if, if you played that game, also, and yes. took a shot every time what? you used the word. You're going to say something. Yeah, I. You would be, it's almost you like would they die. they latched on that word, saying this is the word that everyone uses now. We're going to suddenly like sell. We use selfie enough, people will think that we're a bunch of seventeen. Girls wrote this book. Okay, I'm sorry. Or this game. So, Agony of the XC and uh, The Island of the Blue Dolphins. Yeah. What is The Island of the Blue Dolphins about? I can't remember. Um, it's, a, um, children, it's, it's a children's book. I think it went to Caldecott for. Um, and it's about a, a young girl, a, a native young girl, and mm-hmm. her experiences, I think, when she's left alone or. Because um, hmm. I confuse that one with the book that takes place in Bikini Atoll. That's about the little boy who's who lives in Bikini Atoll, and he's like of the natives who are being fucking pushed out because of yeah. the bomb testing. Yeah, that bo- those books combined in my mind. That's a children. That's different. like a school book. Fucked up. It ends with like the, there's a protest at the end of the book where they fl- they're floating out on a raft with a Boom. with a with a yeah. Um, the book's called Mike sail. and the Magic Mushroom <laughs> Cloud. <laughs> with their sail painted red in protest because if they're out there, it says. Spoilers! They set up. For it's it's also called. Uh, what is that um, book called? That's that that in my mind is. <laughs> I would have. That's a great idea. Want my hat? Right? Not. Have it's a guys, John Glasson book. <laughs> you guys ever read *Bridge Terabithia*? Yes. Uh, I never did. Yes. Have you guys ever read? It's been a long time. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I can, man. man. That's now that movie's coming out. Everyone's talking about. Oh god! All the th- think pieces yeah. about BDSM coming out now just uh, break my fucking brain. I keep I, I just right before you guys came over, I was reading about uh, Entertainment Weekly is all like, of course they have this whole thing about like women talking about. Oh yeah, now it's okay for us to talk about like we want to be spanked in bed, but not that I've ever wanted to want to do that thing in real life yeah. and all this shit. Oh, I'm just I like, am capable of hearing any dialogue about Fifty Shades of Grey because at the nut of most of it is sex, sex media for women. Is somehow d- d- degenerate. That's kind of yeah. That's kind of the nut of it all. All the people who are like, oh, women can't see BDS. This isn't healthy BDSM, and this is an unhealthy relationship. So it's problematic, and women shouldn't watch it. And my joke I made on Twitter is like, yeah, I'm really worried that people are going to like absorb this problematic relationship. I'm really worried about the release of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Motherfuckers, this shit ain't new. It's just because they're porking in it that well, it's therefore unacceptable. And it's like. Entertainment Weekly thing had the thing where like women were talking about like like admitting to ha- it's okay for women to admit that having like you know sex 
sexy fantasies and stuff like that. But then it was also like it seemed like it was keeps on being prefaced with like not that I ever want to do this in real life. Yeah, but who gives a shit? You, it's okay it's, if you want to get spanked. It's okay to admit like I yes, don't want to get. It's like, it's it's kind of hot to get choked and fucked in the ass. <laughs> I would totally do that <laughs> in real life. That's what I'm saying. It's okay to say that. Yeah, no, it's but There's, guys, the thing is, guys can feel free to say this as yeah, much as they want. Yeah. But with women, even when they're coming out, even though even though they're supposed to be there's like empowered, this, there's, there's this still the thing of like, like this, well, like, again, hypothetically, I would be into this. I, it's it's like some women have gotten to the point where they feel it's okay. I can admit I'm into this, but it still comes with the addendum of like I would never do this in real life. It's like, oh yes, you want to do? And it's again, okay. Nothing you have to do everything. At the end of the day, it's just like the idea that any sexual fa- engaging with sexual fantasy means that that's what you want, or that that's what you're into. Yeah. It's like I I mean like like if you look at male oriented porn there's a lot of it gets very weird very quickly <laughs> and that's okay because yeah. it's dudes and it's porn yeah. as opposed to kinky shit for women it's like well like I've read books about fucking sounding and like pony play and things that I am Which not sounding? into sounding is when you insert things into your urethra okay because I've heard that more was about guys rather than ladies yeah, so. yeah yeah these are not things I'm into yeah but in a book it's like what it's Thank like god <laughs> fully I'm gonna make you get it well dip. so there is a distinction like between saying I read a book and that stuff maybe I'm not into it but it's part of a book that I read that I really liked but, even but like, like the, the idea of women engaging with sexual media it's like things get all heightened and freddy immediately that's yeah. that's that, that's, that's the attitude I, I'm talking about yeah. where it's always like uh, whereas guys can come out and say whatever they want no one gives yeah. a shit with like even women now with the supposedly empowerment powering thing from Fifty Shades of Grey it's still just very much like wires crossed that is like, why yeah. I'm incapable of hearing anyone slag on Fifty Shades of Grey I've never read the book I have no inclination to read the book I'm probably gonna go see the movie and it's not that I'm like oh boy can't wait to see that BDSM relationship that I'm sure is really healthy and responsible and respectful it's just that it is sexy media for women and by that, it's like I watched Outlander, even though I hated Outlander. It's like, I like the idea of this existing, but I want it to become common. Because, like, romance novels Les- and erotica. Les- Leslie Wolfhard, you are not listening to this. <laughs> it's okay. Annie's sorry she hates Outlander. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that, yeah. But, no, at the end of the day, romance novels and female erotica is yeah. usually women writing for women. Mm-hmm. And that's a very different context than... Fifty Shades of Grey, the movie, or Outlander, the TV show, which is women making a safe place for women that then is produced by men and made for women. And gets That's a very and, different yeah. thing. Not to say that Fifty Shades of Grey seems like a great and happy safe place. No. It's just interesting. I wish that there was a way that we could have that sort of women making a safe place for women that's still made by women but is a part of mainstream culture. But things get so fucking fraught immediately. As soon as you talk about women having boners, it's like, yeah. my mom can't read dirty shit. That's not acceptable. Dad can masturbate to Gadget from Rescue Rangers, but mom <laughs> can't have a boner. That's not acceptable. Like, I ugh, love ugh. I love, I love, when your mom talked to me about, about the um, romance authors that she liked. So, you were still asleep. So here's the background. Growing up, I, I, I am a recovering shamer on this sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And to some degree, I'm still dealing with my own, like, internalized Well, it might be hard in you for all your whole life now, just because that's how you grew up, and it's gonna be, you're still always gonna be struggling well, with that. Even but... beyond that, like, when we were growing up, my mom loved romance novels, yeah. and my whole family would make fun of her. We call her them TRNs, trash romance novels. So it's like, Mom, what TRN are you reading this week? And she would always say, well, I don't read it for the sex, it's just mm-hmm. the romance. And now that I'm an adult, I totally get there's certain kind of character interactions that you yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she was talking to Foley while yeah. I was asleep. 
No, about... Are you saying, you're going back to what I was saying about Dragon Age at the beginning of the thing, where it's like, I'm not saying it's like, when I describe Dragon Age as a romance yeah. novel for ladies, but there is like interactions. There's yeah. kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, interesting yeah. Because That's it's what like I meant at the beginning. Just by using that language, there's a weird sort of cultural it's dismissiveness. Yeah. Because of the way our society deals with that shit. But yeah, no, your mom totally talked to me about the, the authors that she liked that wrote sex really well. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I was, I was like, Kathy, you understand that you're talking to me about doing it. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Did do. Did you just point at Annie and say, how do you think Annie was, Annie was, Annie was asleep. Yeah. And as soon as, as soon as you rolled in, she, uh-huh. she clammed up. She shut well, yeah, up. And I was like, it's just like. What has happened? Also, she's a huge fan of the Jedi Academy series, yeah. which is really, I didn't expect. She does like the Jedi. You're joking, but she actually yeah. does. Well, I know you're a Star Wars fan, yeah. <laughs> My mom loves uh, that garbage. Anyway, yeah, so we were talking about. What that? You're the quietest chip eater. I don't really. She's not listen to how polite she you is. You know what happens? Yeah. I get them wet. <laughs> Wow. I like my chips just like I like my women wet and in my is that, mouth. So you said to, so you said to Annie's mom? <laughs> so believe it or not, What's we that? were talking about Harper Lee. <laughs> and somehow it turned into this. Hey guys, did you hear oh man, League of Legends a League of Legends plans weird ass rules about the number of gay or transgender women allowed on the team. I tried to look this up, did trying you to look read this up. About this? I read They they redact they've redacted it since I then. But it was astonishing. I tried to read more about this to understand what this meant. <laughs> and then you stopped. So I could even understand, like, so we could talk about it's this more in depth in the podcast. So, Foley, did you see this? No. So, a League of Legends clan put out, like, a list of rules about... They wanted to be make a safe place for women. They're like, we're going to have a female league, was the context. Something like that, yeah. I, but why, this one why, clan put out this why, list... Male? Why Why to make a safe place for women, does that space have to be devoid of anyone else? Well, yeah, there's there really is... Legends has is, is a notorious has some poisonous elements. No, to no, it. no, no, no. I understand this. I'm just kind of disgusted and getting tired of the fact that like we have to we have to divide so that we can yeah. Say well, it was even further though because they were talking about how you could only have one gay or transgender woman on a team. But not even that. Not even that, which is, I can understand if you're a robot and don't know people, that you know, that can kind of make sense. But <laughs> the way that someone posted an excerpt from the rules yeah. this week, it was written by a fucking crazy person, <laughs> where it says each team will only have one gay... Slash transgender. Not even one gay transgender person, but they, they kept them referring to gays, lesbians, as you will, you can have one gay. Yes! Exactly. That was the thing, is like one gay. And one transgendered. Yeah. And like one like... Just like a they're like like they're like using like these sex it's labels or it's case too. they're using these orientation labels as like almost like pokemon names okay. like you could yeah. like you could yeah. have one pikachu and i also love the intrinsic idea that there are females and then there are gays or transgender that's one that's so like you, know, you could totally Guys. see how a straight Guys. male gamer mind is yeah. like categorizing seeing the world like almost like pokemon where you're like yeah. okay gays uh, the gays probably have a stat level of like twenty two, so it's not really fair to team them for straight okay. because it's like. And, but the transgender, like question mark, question mark, question mark. You mean you need to I mean, make sure that's a, only one because they a, could be like a Mewtwo kind of thing, missing number, Mewtwo, wild card. Yeah, I mean guys, was, that I, that was, is that is how it is. I know. That's how we get our toasters. <laughs> that's how like. It was but it, it was it was one of those things where like it yeah was so just tone deaf. it was yeah so beyond tone deaf like I couldn't even understand how or why you would even write like mm. yeah not even a total like I'm offended kind of way but like what the fuck someone someone means well yeah but they're just approaching this from such an alien planet of yeah. 
they have no idea how not even how women work but just how human society was yeah. like yeah yeah so uh, but it's still better than gamergate but still i'm just like only <laughs> that's we should shoot for higher than that but when you have anything where it says one parentheses o-n-e gay is allowed <laughs> it's just like, well. once you have reached more than a gay you're at critical gay <laughs> mass which is sad for the gay. Yeah. Because it's just forever alone. Yeah. I mean, if you're in this clan, do you have to wear a name tag that says, I am the gay? Like, I, no, am, I, the gay. I am the gay. You're one gay. That was kind of like me all through high school. Yeah. yeah. Except I found, I found ways around that. Yes, you did. You had, you have never met a straight girl who wasn't like, all right. How's that, Annie? Foley, you, Foley's never been in a date with a, with a lesbian. No. Yeah, you're a lesbian. Your entire life. You're the, no. you're the straight breaker. <laughs> she is. Oh, for a period of time. Uh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, well, the- sometimes in bed you guys role play, and Annie's like, oh, look at me. I'm wearing a skirt. I like boys so much. What's a lesbian? Oh, hello, Polly. You guys get to, like, give her a <laughs> That's called, like, the first year of our relationship. What's that say? But that makes for good bedroom play again. Like, hey. It does. What's a penis? <laughs> <laughs> what's all this said? What's all this said? You got your pants. You're like, what's all this? does not like penis though, oh so. my god yeah hey everybody did you know the lego ideas announced their next two models why, why can they just change it from lego ideas to lego merchandising center <laughs> well it cracks me up because it's either like something that's like really yeah. earnestly cute and thoughtful like female scientists or or um, it's like cash or grab it's like or birds big bird big bang big bang theory or doctor who i'm just like I think Cheer the moment they, that, that big bag, big bang theory thing goes through, I'm just going to fucking burn all my fucking Legos. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, yeah, they announced that next they're going to be doing a Doctor Who series, which is inevitable, and WALL-E! And what's really cute the is that the is... WALL-E one that was submitted was by a Pixar artist who yeah. built that WALL-E model while they were working on the WALL-E. What? Yeah. So, so is the model just of Wally? Is it yeah. like a little yeah. set, like a like environment? No, it's, it's just, not. It's, it's like just, okay, it's just see, that would be cool. I thought it was like, like a bunch super... of fat people who can't stand up. No, yes. no, it's like actually like a, a like a like a. It, I mean, they're still gonna figure out what it's actually gonna be. Yeah, but it's like a mo- Wally model with like tank treads for his. Oh, his that's actually really okay. That's okay. Really I can see because I was like when the I saw that. Texture's great. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, when you're like, okay, what's the first Pixar Lego thing gonna be? Wally seems kind of like. Lego himself as a character, like Wally as himself as a character makes sense, but I was like, do you yeah, think there could the be other more interesting stories or something like that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Doctor Who, which, eh. You're gonna buy it. Depends on what it is. Have they announced, have they shown any pictures well, from what so it is? The way the, the way the Lego Ideas series well, like... works is that people can submit their concepts, and then people vote on them, and the most popular ones are reviewed by Lego, and okay. possibly And reinterpreted by Lego yeah. people, yeah. essentially, yeah. So it's not yeah. like literally... And it's upsetting, because one of them was the Ghostbusters... Yeah, the Ghostbusters one was one. The DeLorean was another one. Oh, the Firehouse? One of the the options for this time around was the fucking Firehouse for Ghostbusters. That was kind of cool. Which would have been in scale to the car. With the tiny little Twinkie that they had. The little Lego Sigourney (laughs) Weaver. (laughs) Actually, no, that's great. If you want to make an Alien Resurrection set, you to get a bunch of Lego Sigourney Weaver minifigures. Put put a a couple of them in the oven or like next to a hot plate. And so, like, yeah, a little, like, yeah. Do you follow? Lego, the official Lego Twitter. 
So they posted this morning, they're like, congratulations on the BAFTA nominees. And because it's the BAFTAs, the BAFTA trophy is like the, the mask, right? It's oh, like yeah, the that's drama right, mask. Yeah. So there are pictures of the, they release all the best actor and best actresses and like they did little figures. And then the one in the front is holding what's supposed to be a BAFTA award, but it's just a Lego head. Oh, that's that's like, it's supposed to look like that kind of bronzy sort Yay! of, but it's like this weird deformed kind of face. And it just looks, I'm like, I'm just glancing through this morning, I'm like, why the hell are they holding a disembodied head? Is this like some sort of weird seven reference? So, in a way? so, oh so c- when I made uh, the RV, that, the Lego RV that I made the other day, I didn't feel like putting any of the people together, and the RV comes with boats, so I just put all of their disparate body parts into the boat. <laughs> it looked like it was a Hannibal boat. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and he's like, oh, that's gross. Oh my god. <laughs> but no, it's like a Doctor Who should be kind of cool, but I'm like, like I don't know, is it just gonna be like the TARDIS and a couple minifigures? They, like I said, they just, they've just said that they will they're be, trying, they're, they're reviewing it, they'll figure out some They're trying really hard series. to make the TARDIS bigger on the yeah. <laughs> well, if you had a TARDIS set that like the yeah. inside of TARDIS set would be kind of well, cool. Well, the, the set like... that won in particular was a All number of doctors and their companions. Yeah. Oh, okay. With a TARDIS. See, man, my there's been enough uh, companions in the last couple of years. Well, characters who on the show who should have been companions but yeah. got murdered off. Yeah. That like I would buy that just so I could like kill off all the actual companions it actually comes with. Yeah. And actually repl- like replace them with all the cool characters yeah. who like never got. Yeah. This will be interesting only because there is a booming Lego like submarket of aftermarket. Doctor Who sets. The, the, oh, I'm sure they heard this news and they're like, they were hoping the BBC would never day to let funny. themselves out like, do that shit. But I can see like the Lego TARDIS and stuff. But like, something about like, I don't think any of the doctors would look interesting as yeah. Lego minifigures. My first thought was, goofy. will they have any torsos that can be uh, changed yeah. to be Bentony? That was my first thought. Well, you got it. Yes. Well. Yeah. 11 with his tweeds like that's not really air appropriate no. tweed suit uh, you got the new one who dresses like a magician <laughs> which <laughs> then I'm like I'm like Illusions. all the so I'm like <laughs> oh, I'm still upset that Sue Perkins isn't the isn't the doctor, isn't the doctor. I know uh, oh well but Which imagine you could date her in the great british uh, baking sim <laughs> dating sim great yeah. great british dating sim the great british kissing sim that's what i'm saying yeah so mary barry's the end boss you have to you have to she's like she's like getting the fish and coming out yes. on top. oh my god okay so there's I, I i started following this new person on twitter and they just got coming out on top because it's it's coming out on top it's still 15 bucks i think through the end of the month and then it's gonna go to 20 bucks so she's like, I got it because I heard you can fuck a fish. So she's so like, I'm like, just I'm straight up that. just gonna fuck a fish. So she started a separate, uh, separate Twitter account that was just gonna track her progress fucking this fish. I had no idea that the fish fucking arc is actually pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It, it turns gotta, out that you, you have it. to attempt to murder your roommates. <laughs> That game. That's the only way the mm. fish is happy. That game is so good. God damn. Anyway, okay, so we need to keep this going. No, that's fine. Speaking of Lego, <clears throat> rumors this week claim that J.J. Abrams is trying to bump up the release date of new the st- new Star Wars to this summer, which would probably cause Lego and all the other toy companies to straight up murder his ass for ruining their licensing and marketing plans. Yeah, people keep on repeating this. Like, this is, like, news that's official news that's going to break any moment. Now I'm like, yeah. that's no fucking yeah. impossible. Unless, yeah. unless they had always kind of had, like, a clause in their contracts with all the licensers. Like, like maybe would we, like, would have yeah. the option to bump this up by six months. Mm-hmm. Unless this was already a possibility when they first, like, like signed on everyone to start making yeah, new Star Wars stuff, yeah. but well, supposedly like originally Disney wanted it out for this summer because yeah. Star Wars has always been a summer series. So yeah. supposedly J.J. Abrams had to push them to, to push it back to the Christmas because he was like saying there's no way I can get the movie done in right. time. But now the claim is like now it's farther ahead than he anticipated. So yeah. he's like, can we push it back to this Memorial Day or whatever? Mm. Which that's only like three months away. Yeah, 
and Lego's already like like all the news is already leaked that Lego's already planning on having Star Wars sets out in like September and is, stuff. Yeah, and is so it, is it because they're trying to compete with um, Chris Pratt and I his have... amazing Raptor Girl Group? <laughs> That's gonna be next year's Super Super uh, Super Bowl halftime show. I, okay, like like so Chris Pratt rolls out in the next Jurassic Park movie, and it's just all the single ladies, and it's just <laughs> Raptors him. and the single ladies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, single ladies. Oh. Glimmering like little tights on and everything like that. Yeah, yeah the yeah. CGI. The CGI would look about as realistic as if they're all dancing and stuff too, like in a conga line. Oh is that that's coming out this year? The Jurassic Park, it right? Is. Who cares? Who cares? You guys don't care about Jurassic it Park? Looks like it, looks like, it looks like it looks like it looks. It looks. I liked. I liked the first Jurassic Park movie, but I didn't like any of the other ones. After oh, it's got. That. It's got. It's got uh, Ron Howard's daughter being a dum dum. Yeah, that, that makes me really upset. And it's pretty. You're watching the trailer, and you can already tell. You can see. You can see you all can the plot beats from the, like, the whole movie just part. Yeah. You can write the screenplay just I from wish, watching them. I kind of wish they had made the insane yeah. dress part movie the they're Nazi talking about one? with the Nazi cyborg yeah. dinosaurs. I was just upset also that um, Chris Pratt is so handsome and so beautiful, and I want to see him shirtless more often. And um, and he's funny. And then it looks like they. He looks like Guy Liner. If you have you think if so? you've seen if you seen he, actual, he looks like, like a humorless dilly. Well, no, but if you've seen still me. shots of his makeup, yeah, his just makeup is poor. Yeah, like he just looks weird. Like it's too much like, rouge like, on the cheeks and shit. Like there's that, just yeah. something wrong with it, and hmm. it's not like a photo manip. It's like the actual like still. Yeah, makeup. Like, makeup person could just all like straight up fucked up. Like, why'd you make Chris Pratt look like that? Why does he look like Mulan Rouge? You were literally like Tom. Why does he look like Mulan Looks like I shot with a shot like makeup shotgun. Yeah. I mean, he looks again, like... I only care about Jurassic Park in that or the Jurassic Park movie, and that I want to know oh, what their be Lego even sets. If they just do, uh, they just do that Christina Aguilera song instead of Beyonce. Which one? Oh, Raptors. the Lady Marmalade. Lady Marmalade. <laughs> that that happens. Happens. Yeah. Did you hear about uh, the Lego? The, the, the Lego, Lego Lady Marmalade. Dra- <laughs> <laughs> That's actually part of the food Ooh, food stuff I got from Berkeley last night. Uh, it was Lego <laughs> The uh, the Lego Jurassic Park game. What? The, so Traveler's Tales, who makes all the delightful Lego games, what? they're making a Jurassic Park game that's gonna come out this summer. Mm. That's all the Jurassic. Park you said Traveler's Tales, and I thought Telltale, and I was like, Telltale made a Jurassic Park game. It is unplayable. Uh, everyone seems to agree that aside from uh, out from Boneville, that is, that the, is worst the worst Telltale game. Yeah, it's funny because I got to actually hang out with the Jurassic Park Jeep at PAX. Yeah, that you know yeah. they had a look that that looked kind of cool. And I think someone stole after the show or something yeah, like that. I but it. I remember like I that was my one. Experience experience wow. of actually seeing a big Telltale booth, which has yeah. happened to be for their worst game ever. But Ugh. yeah, I've never been actually a big huge fan of the Jurassic Park movies. I don't, don't the first ever one is great. Don't ever say I haven't seen the first one. I've got it on Blu-ray over there. I've yeah. got the first, like, I've got a Steven Spielberg Blu-ray set over there and includes the first two movies on there. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I haven't seen any of them. I haven't the seen ones. the first one since it came out in theaters. So it's yeah. been like 22 years. My mom wouldn't let me go see it because she thought it'd be too scary. So the first time I saw Jurassic Park was on like TNT or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it was a TV edit A. And B, we muted whenever the T-Rex roared. So it wouldn't scare us too so I oh really got God. the true oh, Jurassic Park wow, experience. Yeah. Which yeah. actually, that's kind of cool. I love it when you get to experience something when it's edited by your parents. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's always kind of cute. <sighs> I remember when I first, when I was a kid, I loved Jaws. And yeah. so I actually found a copy of the book, which is really just a trashy, yeah. half it's just a kind of a trashy romance novel with the really explicit sex scenes. <laughs> yeah. And I remember coming home and I like found, got this like 50 cent copy of the Jaws paperback. Yeah. And I was like, well, the movie was actually based off the book, but it was, uh, my parents saw that and my parents had read the book and 
actually remember my dad taking the book out of my hands, cutting out four big chunks of it because he's like, flip through, okay, sex scene, cut. And he gave the book back to me. It wasn't like an angry thing, but he like, go ahead and fucking pocket knife, slice it out. And I was like, okay, and I read it. And it was pretty much the screenplay of the, of the movie. That, my dad did such good enough surgery to it. I was like, I don't feel like really it was like something. Yeah. So. Do you still have that copy? Of no, that was like, yeah. Have you ever I read was like the 12. book though? I need to go back and do it. So I don't know how explicit this is. You have like a weird Princess Bride story. Well, the fact that my dad knew well enough that he knew exactly where to go. Okay, like a cutout. He must know well. There's like, like, the right pages that he had dog ears. Yeah, no, it wasn't even. <laughs> exactly, that's like, what I'm saying. Where's it's coffee? not like, it's not like go, he Billy. took the copy, gave it back to me the next day. It was like right in front of me. just sliced it like gutting a fish. And then handed it back to me. It's like, oh, yeah. So, All right. yeah, he like cut out like, oh, he had, like 25 so pages. That's so good. So. Well. All right, buddy. It's really not again. This is like <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Twitter CEO finally admitted in a leaked email yeah. that Twitter is a fucking train wreck when it comes to protecting people from yes, threats and harassment. Quote: We suck at dealing with abuse and trolls on the platform, and we've sucked at it for years. Costolo wrote in an internal memo. It's no secret, and the rest of the world talks about it every day. We lose core user after core user by not addressing simple trolling issues that yep. face they face every day. And this is just leaked, so it's not like he came out and actually officially admitted it. But it's yeah. interesting to see that, like this. I mean, to, this is the head of Twitter internally, though. Yeah, yeah. Actually That's actually a, a sea change, even that, because companies are not inclined but, to admit their flaws. But I've like I thought about it a lot this week. But how do they fix it? Yeah. What do you do? It's pretty tricky. Because, like, especially when, like, most Twitter users, we don't get to see this because, we, you know, we're friends with people our age and our interests. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of Twitter users are little, like, not little kids, but they're, like, high school kids. Mm-hmm. And how do you, like, invent a system that, like, keeps people from harassing each other that can't be gamed immediately yeah. or can't be abused or, yeah. like... Because, I don't know, it's... You it's Because if you really you... think of any possible idea through long enough, you realize that there's going to be a fail- very quick failure point. Well, yeah, but it's the thing is, is that you say you don't even try. Yeah. That's well, that's, 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 that's not, the that's terrible not... thing is that they haven't even said anything, but this is the closest thing to them even addressing these issues, this leaked memo. Well, they, they've come out and said, come out, like, over the last couple months and said in small places here or there that they're working on and this. And they, have, they that, have, like, changed the way that things are reported. Yeah. And who I mean, can report it and how you report it. They can't come out and say... This this is our new thing and we're going to do this. Cause yeah. if you, it's one of, it's one of those things where it's kind of like a, it's not a cold war, but it's like something you don't talk about because the more you talk about it, the more it draws attention. But that's what I was saying from behind the scenes. Like I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure they thought about a diff- bunch of different ways to do this, but like, I don't know if there's a way yeah, they can called, really. As soon as you well, sign up for a fucking Twitter account, it says, will you be a fucking grown up? <laughs> yeah. Yes, well, no. it's because I mean, obviously so, well, it's like a lot of the workarounds can drive away new users. Yeah. yeah. You think about it. Okay. Well, tw- it's really easy to make a new Twitter account. Do we make it well, that's one of the things I was thinking because you could do stuff if you. It was a privately held company; you didn't have to answer to shareholders mm-hmm. who wants who wants revenue to grow all the time. Yeah, you could do some real fucking shit that will lock shit down and make it so that like, like make it so like people like IP addresses can only create like a new account like once every month or something like yeah. that. So you don't people create have. Yeah. Well, even then, that won't. But you could side that, that would have like, stopped but... Spring Brendan right in his. <laughs> <laughs> but there's things you could do. <laughs> Deep cut. Everybody. <laughs> hey, we're gonna make jokes about niche, niche friend trolling. Yeah, friend, yeah, so, anyway, but yeah. Uh, 
So at least that came out. So actually, I do have to... Have we talked about this in the podcast over Spring, Brendan? This works. This merits a little interlude. So our friend Brendan Adkins, as a way to shame himself into exercising, made a fake Twitter account called Winter Winter Brendan Brendan, that was just talking about how much he wanted to snack and how fat he was to kind of pressure himself to... To exercise for the winter. Exercises with the Genesis yes, of all this stuff. Yeah. To which a friend of ours made Spring Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> Where Spring has sprung in Spring Brendan's pants. It was just a horn dog. And then this somehow spun into like 80 different There's like shark, shark Brendan. Brendan. Shark yeah, Brendan. Yeah, that was good. And it was like, just it such was a like great weird meme. Who. He didn't own most of them. No, they were all and like real. No, I remember because sometimes he'd be like, if people could stop this for a couple days, I just need to. I just can't. I I can't keep up with it. I think yeah. our friend. He, he I think he has stupidtwittertricks.com, and he uh, he posted about it a little bit there. It's such a fucking good dumb thing. <sighs> Bless so you, good. Brendan. Oh man. And then and then he did and then he did uh, slim down and, and now he's sexy. Oh my gosh. He's all ripped like, uh... He's ripped like Jesus. Fucking Brendan. Yeah, he's he's like Chris Pratt in the mirror. He's all there are that, 27 yeah. faux Brendans. That's okay. so oh, really? Which are, which are? Oh yeah, there's the Rock Brendan. The Rock Brendan. Mm-hmm. Uh, which totally makes sense, because he's yeah, a huge Rock fan. He loves the Rock. Yeah. I think there's one called Every Brendan, which is, uh, this person goes through all the works of Shakespeare. Oh no, Twittering Every Brendan Name in Project Gutenberg. So it looks... He looks at, because uh, words or phrases that together contain all the letters from Brendan's name. It's fucking astonishing. Yeah. It's fucking it's astonishing. It's not even English to me anymore. I don't it's, even know. The, so, so memes are fascinating. Anyway. <sighs> so with all uh, these new regulations on Twitter. How can we harass Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> each other's tail. That's what I'm saying, though. If Twitter actually terrible. did something, you would be able to do that That's shit. Terrible. Yeah. Hey, everybody. First person lover. You know, all they need to do is outlaw uh, people making Twitter accounts for their pets or kids. That's the first thing that needs to go, but anyway. Pets, I'll accept. Kids gross me out because someday those kids will have personalities. That's weird to me. Yeah. That's weird Don't to me. Don't tell Charlie. No, Charlie has an Instagram account for his child, which is actually a kindness. Well, that's fine. Because then you follow his his Twitter account for all, or his Instagram account for his images, and then he has all of his kid pictures on Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, Instagram. if you don't shit where you eat online, that's kind of nice when yeah. someone actually knows to like, okay, I'm exactly. not going to photobomb Twitter with all my... It's very different yeah. to have a Twitter profile from the point of view of a nascent human. <laughs> Look at what I drew today. There are people that we love who have done this, so we shouldn't shit talk too hard. But and also, you have made aunt pet accounts. My yeah, friend. we're the only thing the kid, the kid, the the, the pet did was fart and meow. Hoots, <laughs> hoots. Which that was that was kind of like a joke riffing on that thing. Yeah, so that was I still need, I need to crack back into that because it's really probably been four years since I've last done so I need to just, just do it again. Absolutely do. <laughs> Oh, it's not like Dylan listens to that. I'm so good. Okay, anyway, Bill, tell me about first person lover. First person lover is an ad for game. Which I love that's even a phrase. Uh, some kind of like European fashion thing just okay. just came out with a, like a browser game this week. It's first person shooter where you're just blowing kisses mm-hmm. or shooting guns that make people naked and fuck and fall in love with each other. Okay. So and supposedly it was inspired just to be a direct counterpoint to that hatred game. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and so that is all I know yeah, about Bill first person lover. Bill showed us the announcement trailer for so it, weird. and it's literally I, like they don't show much gameplay. Yeah. But like it is. I just the fact that it's called first person lover. I will mention that on the podcast just because that cracks. I like weird small games, and there should be more of them. That's yeah. all it boils down to. See, and if you had grown up playing first-person lover games, then instead of being paranoid about being attacked from behind, you'd be paranoid about being kissed from behind. Kissing or kissed from only behind. 
Or kiss on the neck, which is one of the best <laughs> sensations of the human on What if it's uh, what if it skips kissing, goes straight to neck sucking? Is that good? That's or bad? fine. Like That's vampire fine. shit. Oh, okay. Well, well, I mean, neck like... biting is different from neck sucking. I'm thinking wet, goofy, like. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking goofy the dog. Why could you okay too? Like, this is big buck teeth <laughs> digging in you. All, all, all I think about someone just rubbing a pot roast on your neck. <laughs> Which sometimes when people like, like they like they, they suck on your neck if someone's not doing it right, it just kind of like, <laughs> chills off your spine a little bit like, no. Netflix is making a live action Zelda show. Oh, this I wrote such game. a weird thing. Yeah, you heard about this. So this is not the first. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. I literally saw it trending on Twitter. I'm like, why the fuck Natalie is Zelda? Natalie Dormer. And... This is Bill's picks to play oh. Zelda. Natalie Dormer. Melissa McCarthy. Chris Pratt. Bill's picks to play Link. The kid who plays, um, I can never say his name. Jojen right? Reed. Jojen Reed on Game of Thrones. Peter Dinklage. Original NES Link only. Or Natalie Dormer. <laughs> She the thing, elf. It, yeah, so what is this? I'm surprised that Nintendo That's what everyone like... said. This is only leaked. It's not official, but like Wall Street Journal came out this week and said, hey, we found out that Nintendo and Netflix are talking about making a live action The Legend of Zelda series. Weird. And that's all anyone knows about it. If I would imagine, well, if this is Nintendo involved, Japanese companies tend to be really anal about yeah. their content. So yeah. I think there's a high possibility this may not happen just because... If, like, Nintendo decides it needs, like, creative control over right. everything well, or something, like... how did like... the Nintendo cartoon show happen in the 80s? Nintendo was just money grubbing. They are just like, oh, we got You're a like, popular sure. thing, let's whore it out. It wasn't until Nintendo had a bad experience with stuff like the terrible Mario uh, cartoon, the terrible Zelda cartoon, yeah. that, like, they decided, okay, well, we can't really trust this, our stuff to other people. Right. So if we're ever going to do this, we're going to do it in-house where we control it fully. Right. And it wasn't until Nintendo became super broke recently because all yeah. the consoles keep on failing. Mm that they started saying, okay, we're going to actually try to do something with right. IPs. Well, and so this is an extension of that. We'll put Zelda in a dress. Yeah. We'll take her out on the town. <laughs> try, and, try and find her That's kind of what's happening. It's like that, uh, it's like that uh, Reba McIntyre song. Black here's, your one, here's your one chance, Fancy. Don't let me down. <laughs> official thing is that like supposedly what nintendo and netflix are going for is game of thrones for family audience <laughs> <laughs> that is a direct quote from the article and then everyone's like uh, it's like jumbo shrimp <laughs> so, yeah, I know. so that not only is it like legend is all the live action for a game series that has no plot yeah. it has two characters right, yeah. no people live in hyrule so you want this political thing about all these different families yeah. trying to murder and kill each other right. for a show that's all about not family shit. It's all sex right. and killing. Right. So this is going to be... But, there's but, no part of this that any of this makes any but sense. But tone down for family. But tone yeah. down for family. Oh yeah. For families. Yeah. <laughs> for babykins. Wow. wow. Yeah, so no one... And they're like, is this like... Who and then weird? so like... So there's like... Is there like a Greyjoy analogy? It's like we do, we do not sew, but it's like SEW. They, they, they won't fix anything. They won't sew any pants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Man, have you ever seen the anime? Have, did you did you guys get finish Game of Thrones the series? Oh, wait, the 
the books. See, I read no, the, the books. No, the TV show. Want, you, have we, you guys caught up? We noped out of the show right before the Red mm-hmm. Wedding. Because I'm like, fuck this. I don't need yeah. this in my life. Oh, because I think it's after the Red Wedding, uh, Theon Greyjoy gets captured and he's mm-hmm. tortured by... Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't want to see any yeah, of that but shit. We, I mean, like, like, no, one of the best books. things... He gets threatened with having his dick cut off by yeah. what's-his-face yeah. bad guy. Yeah. But the bad guy, there's this whole thing because the guy, the, guy, the guy's joking about cutting his dick off and yeah. he's like eating the sausage while talking about how he's going to cut Theon Greyjoy's okay. dick off. And this guy turns into a great animated gif of this guy like wiggling the sausage at him, like cutting him, like, I'm going to cut your dick off. And he's like, this way this guy's like just wiggling the sausage is so fucking hilarious. And I guess they should just take that and like Zelda and manip it. Yeah, just. It's not like they're crazy trying to torture Link to death. But like, how do the main character the Zelda, like, Link doesn't talk, none of the characters talk. Like, what? What? No. Who gets stuck having to make this into a TV show? Like, Ryan North. It's a musical. Yeah. There we go. That's the only way you can Man, fuck it up even more. I tried to watch Galahad. Or Galavant. Yeah. Which is the. I think it's. I presume it's already been canceled. It is I the, think it was a miniseries that they were hoping to maybe bring back. It was popular enough, but I think three people watched I it. I know. Yeah. I tried to watch the first. Oh, and man, it was it's one rough. of them. It was pretty rough. It's rough. Anyway, no, I'm sorry. I changed the subject. Oh Bill, who would be your dream team for? You could say it is a blank canvas. No, this so is totally like. You... This is a Lego movie opportunity. Yeah, where... exactly. Yeah. The obvious thing, like, there's like the, there's no way this is going to turn out good. It's a yeah. miracle chance, 1% chance that it actually turns out great, but Phil, it's only if you pick the right you people. Is, you know how Aaron Diaz has his, like, Star Wars thing where he's like, well, if I did a Star Wars, this would be my Star Wars? I you should do that know. for Link. Even, you know, if they said, Bill Mudrin, you're in charge of this, even I would be like, I have no idea what the fuck. <laughs> this is such a weird idea. Family-friendly, <laughs> Game of Thrones, Zelda and Zelda live-action yeah. TV series. Yeah. I'd just be like... Well, also Stop it, you're hurting me. There's not like, such a thing as a Zelda game. Like, yeah. what a Zelda game is is different from all, game to game. Well, I, I on Twitter I mentioned, like, if you want this to be... If you want to cover all the bases, what you would do is have... Still make it, like, relatively a min, like, miniseries, but, like, mm-hmm. say it's only going to last, like, five seasons. Each yeah. season's, like, ten episodes. Mm-hmm. Each season is based off of a different Zelda game. Okay. And what oh, you do like is you like say... like an anthology. Yeah, kind of like an anthology thing, huh. but you say it's charting the history of Hyrule over the course of, like, five generations. Oh. And no, you say, that's like, there's... a really good idea! And so you get to cover all the bases from all the different games, but, like, multi-generational things, so you can, yeah. like, like, whatever political shit's happening in one season, like, impacts, yeah. like, you say, okay, 200 years later, this is, like, the world of... You reinterpret, like, one game yeah but create like i still don't know who you like who yeah well, then you, then, like who then makes have, the show no but then you have that framework and then you go okay no make characters yeah it's just Dude, well, that, well that's the thing because there's no real characters in the zelda games you have frank lang blank can- canvas to come up yeah. with stuff huh. um but like I, I off the top of my head on twitter Claire hummel and matt rhodes to do all the design oh, work yeah and, and uh, see that you need the people familiar with the video games to design them and working work so i wouldn't be as a bit surprised if they get gary witter to write it he's the guy who he's a video game guy mm-hmm. um not that he's written any video games i think but he was like an editor for like one of the pc yeah, well, he wrote magazines. some uh, walking dead yeah he wrote some of the walking dead uh well i guess he has written for video game stuff but he's written i'm more familiar with him as by writing about video games but yeah. he also wrote the first uh uh screenplay for like the next star wars spin it yeah. off and stuff so <clears throat> Uh, I would, I would, he'll, they'll probably get him. I think he's a terrible fucking writer. <laughs> like, he wrote, uh, what's the movie about the blind guy? The Book of Eli. The book, spoilers for the Book of B- Eli. It's fucking terrible, and he wrote that. That was his <laughs> baby. Uh, I, I 
the top, 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 top of my head, I was like, you get Justin McElroy to write it and you get Duncan Jones to direct it. Oh. Just because I think those two are funny. They both know video games. And, like, that could <laughs> be worse than other stuff. Yeah. That would, that would actually like, probably be very charming. Yeah. Yeah. At least if Justin McElroy's involved. I don't know. How, he's a funny guy. At least if he, if he and his brothers act and write it all. Yeah. Like, they can take turns being Zelda. Griffin, I just want Griffin to play Link. No, Griffin Zelda. Boom. I love Griffin. Yeah, the Perfect. funny thing is Majora's Mask would actually be kind of great, like, because actually that does have a whole bunch of characters, because Majora's Mask is all about this town that's filled up with all these characters that you're mm-hmm. trying to, not manipulate, but you're trying to, like, do side quests and stuff for them. There's a whole bunch of little stories in the town, so if you yeah. wanted to have a Zelda town that's filled with characters yeah. that, like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. But I, see, I that, really, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. It'll so. take, like, four years for anything to happen if anything happens. And like you said, yeah, and if... Well, the, the other thing, too, is that we got a new Zelda game that's coming out this year. Yeah. Assuming this Netflix TV show ever happens, uh, I wonder if they may not delay this, like, Wii U game until the TV show comes or out. Or I so wonder they can... if, they're, if they're not taking cues from the new Zelda game, because it is supposed to be, like, more realistic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little more realistic. And a lot of people are sitting, it's very like... pretty. A lot of people are thinking that the new Link is actually a lady this time. Because if oh, you go look at the screenshots and stuff, like, she's a little more androgynous, and that's not uh-huh. explicitly, like, it's so much to do. See, don't say but that. But it's going to be sad if that's not true. And also, she's got chest bumps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's two big bombs. Chest yeah. titties. <laughs> Okay. So right. who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Speaking of Game of Thrones, George R. R. Martin's original Game of Thrones pitch to publishers from 20 years ago surfaced okay. this week. Okay. With the highlights being that Martin originally planned for there to be a Jon Snow, Arya, Tyrion love triangle. Whoa. Jamie kills half the people yeah, at King's Landing it. in an attempt to make himself king okay. and blames all those deaths on Tyrion, who joins the Starks in their battle against Lannisters. Okay. Daenerys kills Khal Drogo, and the only characters planned to survive the whole story were supposed to be Lenny and Carl. <laughs> Well done, Bill. Um, but yeah, John, uh, John Snow, Arya, and Tyrion. Oh, that's gross. supposedly so. Like, I think Tyrion ends up being married to Arya as part of a pol- you know, political union because, uh-huh. like, yeah, the Lannisters uh-huh. end up killing half of them. Yeah. But yeah, so she she realizes she has a crush on her cousin, and so it's supposed to be like this big dun dun dun. Oh no, what got happened? No, not even her cousin. Oh, they're not, yeah, they're not related. Actually, I was about to say that. Yeah. That's oh, they're not even cousins. They're brother and sister. Yeah. I about that. Yeah. Family Brothers wise. from another mother is what they are, man. What's that? He's always got to get incest Wait. in there. All yeah, the time. dude. He's gross. He's gross. All right. Oh, no. Half brother. Oh, they all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now Bill's super gross. Now Bill's grossed out. That's oh. going to take I, a medicine. I got that Jon Snow's out. I need to take a vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. So, that's, is that Yeah, so uh, I guess Daenerys. Thing. It sounds like Carl uh, Drogo and Daenerys stuff actually happened exactly the way it was, but yeah. Uh, she kills him instead of him dying. Oh, it sounds like she's actually just killing him out, like, out of spite. It's not even like a mercy killing, like, huh. like I love you so much, but I kill you. But, like, she just flat out says, like, fine, fuck you. She's just so power hungry. She's like, I don't need your troops anymore. Which is interesting because that's totally, like, yeah, that's entirely changing the character. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole point is that her slow and gradual journey into being a badass leader. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. I could just. Uh, just, just kidding, right says Bill. Nose. The only characters supposed to survive were Daenerys, Arya, John, Bran, and Tyrion. Hmm. Which makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Is John? Yeah, John's on there, running yeah. contrary to what happened in that last book. Cool. Bill, death in Game of Thrones is pretty weird, and I'm. Has it people? Have they brought back people? Yeah, no one has yeah. well, brought back people. Kind of the life. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Who the fuck knows? They're all getting oh, eaten that... by zombies anyway. So. <laughs> that new season starts next month. Chris Pratt and Fireman were very <laughs> cute at a hospital in Boston as a result of Superman. I was typing this and I honestly cannot think of Captain America's name. And <laughs> Chris, I know he was. Plays... Bitch, the Chris. He was. Uh, 
he was uh, Chris Evans in Johnny that? Storm. So Bill's right. He was Fireman. But then I couldn't think of Storm, Johnny Storm. So I was like, he played <laughs> Fireman. Man, they were really cute. They Did you see them photobombing people? No. There's um, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Um, there were they were photobombing people. I think possibly at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, really? And and so there's just a, a bunch of there's a good video, but there's a bunch of really great gifts of these people like standing like six or seven feet in front of this thing to have their picture taken at the Super Bowl in their different thing, and then Chris Pratt and and uh, 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 Chris Evans would just walk out from either side and like finger Aww. guns and just like be like total Cuties. asses in the back, and then they started beating each other up. Cuties. Um, and That's wrestling. super awesome. Yeah. yeah. But we all know the most important thing that happened in the Super Bowl last week was Missy Goddamn Elliot. Oh, I can't believe because I told it's Foley, so nice of Katy Perry to open up for Missy Elliott. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting is that I was watching, uh, I, we were watching the halftime special, and I kind of knew that Missy Elliott was involved because I saw everyone freaking out on Twitter. We were watching it because we were recording the podcast during the during when that happened, mm -hmm. and uh, I was watching it and, and I was like, oh, that's so interesting that Lenny Kravitz is singing. I kissed a girl and I liked it. I'm like, did they do that to wholesome it up? So I think so I'm to like, straighten it up a little. Well, here's bit, yeah. the thing. I'm watching it. I'm like, oh well, they totally did that, and then they have these dancing sharks, I guess, to okay. make it clean. <laughs> so like a refreshing. Oh, Missy but Elliott. Then I realized, no, that was all just cleaning it up so Missy Elliott can go and sing about jerking and do it all for the Super Bowl. Boom boom. So jumpsuit. I want her leather jumpsuit. I really do. I fucking she, love Missy Elliott. That was a good halftime show. That was, that was, was actually really good. Not just because of Missy Elliott, but it, like, not, not just because of the shark, but Everyone like... was making fun of Katy Perry. I thought she did a great job. I you know, you go back really and watch fun. it, Kelly with fucking costume changes. Even yeah. like, I've watched, I've watched the YouTube footage. I can't yeah. even tell where she's doing the costume. I think I a lot know. of it, she's wearing layers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. she switches from like one dress, she's got oh, a football jersey, something like this is on I think that's one of the reasons why Missy Elliott goes on for so long. That's me, that, a longer costume change. It's a, it's a much more. But much yeah, Missy Elliott yeah, performed like three minutes in the Super Bowl. It was fantastic. Supposedly, the sales of all of her iTunes, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, went Check through the roof. Check out my albums. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I just Missy. Mi I have been on a Missy Elliott kick for like last year. So you had never me so heard, happy. You had never heard her until 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 okay. I. Well, no, it was Stick It. When I had never, I like the opening. Well, stick you, it. You know, you knew it from Stick It, but I was like, oh yeah, Missy Elliott is like, because remember, I, 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 I yeah, you gave pushed you, some, I, I, I pushed a bunch. I of knew Missy her on just you. from all the garbage bag uh, commercials. Fucking. <laughs> oh my god, that's so okay. One of, the best one of my favorite gags in Broad, Broad City. Because there's yeah. a point where they're like, there's this great like music video intro where she's just made eight grand from this art that she's sold, and so there's this great montage of them going to the bank to cash this I have check. To, we'll show it to and you. And it's shot like a music video. And it's specifically. And Abby, in particular, is wearing the garbage bag suit, but to replicate Missy Elliott's weird headdress that she has, in that yeah. movie, just gonna... which is like, well, let me. It's like it's like sunglasses with like a crown on it sort of thing yeah. she just has a sunglasses and then a bicycle helmet that they <laughs> spray painted gold that's perfect it's so good oh my god i, I need to love oh, yeah. missy elliott missy elliott is one of my favorite female like female vocalists of all time yeah i love her rap and i love how dirty she is oh she's fucking she's filthy. like you know what i'm fat and good at blowjobs and i'm like i love you missy elliott well i saw people <laughs> Why did they like when, when the halftime show first started? People were joking like, "Why, oh, Katy Perry? Katy Perry's old now. She's been replaced by Miley Cyrus." And like, 
And like, so other people were like, like when I guess it was announced that Missy Elliott was gonna show up, they were like, mm. why would they have Nicki Minaj? But I don't think like that show would have been well, half as fun if you had. Because right, I'll, I'll point out that Nicki Minaj uh, burned all her Super Bowl bridges a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. you do? She was a terrible bastard. On the, she was like, I think she flipped people off or she. Yeah. Like, Did she have a halftime show? She was involved in a halftime show, and it's it funny. I watch these it, every year, and I don't even it remember went, this. It, yeah. went, it went just tits up real fast. I think it might have been. I think it might have been when Aerosmith did the um, oh, thing. Yeah, and she was involved that. in it, and it oh, was just a terrible fucking train wreck. Well, I love Lenny Kravitz. It really was only there long enough just to Lenny kind of Kravitz, straighten up. I kissed a girl because he's yeah. only there kind of pretending to play guitar for literally thirty seconds. He yeah. was there for that. Hey, and, did you know he's to, in Hunger Games? Yeah, he's he's a Hunger Games. Yeah, he's he's actually he's actually one of the best characters. Oh, okay, because people were saying that he was only in there just as a promotion yes, for Hunger Games. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, fucking Missy Elliott's outfit Missy. in the Super Bowl. Oh, she looks so good. It's so good. I, I'm not joking. I want woman. that jumpsuit. I got I got a question for you. I yeah. got an honest question for you. Are you attracted to her? Yeah. Well, no. Okay. So there was a meme on Twitter this week, the four childhood crushes. Uh-huh. And the thing that the conversations very quickly devolved into when you're a kid and you have a crush, it's half as much I want to be this person as I feel any romantic I just wanted to them. fuck them. Well, when you're because you're to say, kid, I want to fuck that fraggle. When you're a kid, you don't always necessarily understand what those emotions are. Oh yeah, like, exactly. You yeah. Was yeah. like that you want to be like them and all that sort of stuff. I want to be Missy Elliott and then just fuck everybody. <laughs> I don't want to fuck Missy Elliott. I want to become as cool as Missy. Annie, Elliott. that's going on your t- uh, great <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. Missy Elliott. I want to be Missy Elliott and then fuck everybody. So, so when you, Dad. honey, honey, when you, yes. when you die, there's gonna be a little hologram of Missy Elliott from the Super Bowl. Singing Work It. Yes. I want to be Missy Elliott. God damn, I really want that jumpsuit. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, she's badass. She's Missy Elliott so jump- rad. I love her. I don't remember what she, she was wearing. A, she she was wearing like this weird jumpsuit. And it was so good. It was like this racing suit. Because I thought she looked like she like parachuted into the... It. Oh, it's so to, good. Yeah. I mean, it Did she wear the hat that just says Wang? Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think she was during the Super Bowl. Oh no 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 no! That. Yeah, oh she got like kind of like a Tron uh, tracksuit on. Yeah, so yeah, that's good. Yeah, and, and it's, it's kind of weirdly dancing lit like... because it's it was she was kind of in the dark and all her dancers were in dark outfits. It's not really super well lit. Yeah, which is kind of fits, fits the kind of kind of ghoulish Such Missy Elliott thing she always has. Outfit. Oh man, yeah. I love. Missy oh yeah, Elliott. no, all of her backup dancers are kind of like dressed like uh, pit crew from a NASCAR vic, except yeah. they say Missy on the front yes! rather than like. I want a Missy Elliott jumpsuit. Missy Elliott is a, she's so badass and she's so funny and I really like her her her, her rhymes and her beats and I love Timbaland too so like you know it's like right up my alley and then her, her I love her fashion is she you gonna play like Garnet really in, in the Steven Universe she should, she should. but also girl <laughs> has girl has an electric ass smile she does like she smiles and you just want to smile she I, I have a crush on Missy Elliott but mostly I want to like evolve like I want her to be my final Pokemon form she you know? She's like the Cheshire cat that wants to fuck you. <laughs> that that's But what's fascinating to me about Missy Elliott and her sexuality is it's like it's like it's not so often women's sexuality is like, oh, you wanna fuck me? Like, oh, I wanna be attractive to you. Like that's what a sexy woman is. Missy Elliott isn't interested in you thinking that she's sexy because she's like, no, I am sexy. She's entirely an agent of her own sexuality. Yeah. And she doesn't give a shit what you think because no. it's not about you, it's about her. Yeah. And that is why I find her so inspiring and so empowering. Cause she's just a filthy ass woman and she's gonna get what her, she wants when she wants it how she wants it her vagina end. is a hunter she, yes. and then also just looking at missy elliott's super bowl hmm. image search just brings up 
super weirdly photoshopped hunky dude with like Mexican sombrero. That's terrible. anyway, yeah. So good job. I love Missy Elliott. In summation, I want to start wearing track shoots and congols. Uh, cause that's also Missy Elliott. Well, now what? Now I know what to get for belated yeah. birthday gift. Just give me a fucking jumpsuit with oh, Missy on the front of it. God. I love Missy Elliott. I, for Halloween, definitely wanted to wear the garbage bag outfit one of these years. That would be amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that is oh. cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love Missy Elliott. See, now I'm just excited oh, about Missy Elliott. Now I've got energy. Hey everybody, this is the Boy Hattie Podcast. Uh, we're howdyboyhattiepodcast.com, or you can use a contact form on boyhattiepodcast.com. We're at boyhattiepodcast on the Twitters. Once again, let us know if you would like to listen to a Boy Hattie spinoff that is Bully and Max talking about mm-hmm. Great British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. Adorable. I like the idea this is going to be the start of like the burgeoning Boy Howdy like, Boy podcast Howdy empire. empire. Yeah. Boy we'll Howdy take, brand. We'll take our 250 average listeners yeah. and leverage them into 20 listener chunks across, <laughs> across, oh across a bunch of different So wait, listeners. would you just start a podcast with, this new, with the new season? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And they watch every episode, and then we watch every episode, and then we would. I'm totally setting up a website for this so we can do this. I can even see the podcast. It would be super cute and like little cake and like little like Mm -hmm. super Mm -hmm. good. Paul Hollywood with a donut on his penis, like a cock ring. Hey everybody, we'll talk to y'all next week. (laughs) Mary, I lost my cherry. Mary, where are the cherries? (laughs) Oh, too much nuts in this cake. Too moist, but I love the. I love the texture. It's got of a your good nuts. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so good. Y'all yeah, also pointed out how fucking utterly humorless both Paul and Mary are. She's like, no wonder like these two, the actual hosts of the show, have to work overtime being funny. Because well, Paul and Mary well, okay, are both so like. Here's the thing. They take it very seriously. Yeah, and here's, no. And here's, here's, here's the thing. Watch Masterclass because yeah, the Masterclass episodes really show show their actual personalities and they are fucking funny and it's pretty obvious that like she kind of maybe assisted him in his uh, rise in the baking world rise in the baking world but um but uh, th- that it's possible that, that she helped I mean, improve they yes yeah, she said she helped improve but like th- they've known each other for a really long time and besides being on the show together have have known of each other and have been sort of friends in mm-hmm. a way and and they're they're fucking catty and hilarious on those and it's really great because she just she, her hands yeah, are all arthritic and she makes them do everything about that. <laughs> so so do they make when so when they make uh they take some of the they take they pick a handful of the recipes so like maybe they'll only have like four master class episodes yeah exactly and yeah. that'll cover like of the 12 episodes of the show that'll cover um, they'll cover like three per. Yeah, are they just showing off the stuff that they made the uh, the, the, They're the, the people? Because they, they, like every episode is the thing where you have to make something that Paul and Paul or, or Mary Berry made. Are they just making they're those picking, things? They're picking like maybe the most complicated thing or the thing that they're like this is how this is how you actually like this is how you actually make this this and is then, how you make a princess cake and then they're doing like something like um so we they did a swiss roll competition and then it's like paul going cool we're gonna do the Man. swiss roll but i'm gonna do it and it's gonna be licorice and this and i'm gonna show you how to do these yeah because i have more. these episodes maybe i'll start they're watching good. Them this they're really really yeah. really good i was not expecting to like them at all and i end up like they are just as much fun to watch, uh, and it really is. It's just them, and it's them talking about how nice it is to be in the bakeout tent, like a bake-off tent, when no one else is there because it's not really? loud and terrible. I think it's been kind of no quite idyllic. There's no sweaty people. It's um, 
It was it was sweet. Last week we I watched the uh, the most recent episode with uh, uh, Joshin Mahar upstairs, and it's the episode where they don't kick anyone off because yeah. the one lady got sick, and so that meant there was a week where everyone gets an off because otherwise that you know that clears up a berth for everyone for a yeah. week. And so when they announced at the end that like I think it was down between like Richard and it was Kate's yeah. One of them was going to get booted off, and they just come out and say, like, no one no one gets kicked off oh, this goodness. week. And everyone gets so happy and starts hugging each other. And, like, Joshua actually got teared up, and Bahar was actually kind of making fun of him. Like, are you getting teared up over the show? And Joshua's like, yes, the spirit of teamwork on this show is so nice. You never mm-hmm. get to see this on a competition show. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was part of the reason why I like it so much. That's, you know? that's, always, been, that's always been when I'm trying to sell it to anybody. I'm like, you know what? If you want to sort of be reaffirmed, really any of the seasons, like, if you want to be reaffirmed in the quality of, you know, humans and and how good people can be even when they're competing for something yeah you know and 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 people's just general like striving to be good at something but also kind like watch it because it it makes you feel less shitty about being a person it's kind of a happy place to go to it's like parks and rec for me yeah you know it's like it's like people who genuinely grow to care about each other it is it is like one of the few tv shows that the entire existence of that show is asmr yeah, <laughs> practically like, which is funny because I, I only found out about ASMR just a couple weeks ago, and now like I'm like I can identify like this is my ASMR. Yeah, this is my ASMR. If it's but your yeah. it's your zone out happy place. What does ASMR this? stand for anyway? Um, autoimmune deficiency. And <laughs> 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 that, that with that, this is the end of this week's podcast. <laughs> that is I'm not the so horrible see. person. <laughs> Mary Bear, if you're listening, we're sorry. <laughs> Don't kill us. Oh, she'd make an excellent redead. So in the zombies and Zelda games are called redeads. Okay. They're just zombies. She could play one because she's old. It's funny to say someone's old and say you can play one. Separate. <laughs> <laughs>